Dionisio at the plate, he's over to today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's. Oh, it's raining now. Welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater, the podcast where two bums talk about other bums at baseball games. I'm Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. We have our annual non-roster invitee episode today where we talk about and make fun of guys who were invited <laughs> to spring training uh, and are just trying to make a living or follow a dream. Um, Very important distinction there. It, it is, it is. Uh, <laughs> so uh, before we get to that, though, uh, it, this is episode number 155. So, uh, Jeremy, who's your number 155 guy? Uh, all right, Jack. Um, there's a slight chance we might double up here, but I'll go with it anyway. Uh-huh. Um, my 155 guy is Doug Drabeck. Oh, yeah. No, I don't I don't have him. Okay, cool, cool. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I don't know what it is about these, um, these, these pirates of the 90s, but uh, I was, as a kid, I must have been really obsessed with the pirates um, as, as Cubs rivals um, because uh, so many of them stick out to me. Um, but so yeah, Doug, Doug Drabeck was a pitcher for the, um, the pirates and the, the Astros. He also spent some time with the Yankee. He started as a Yankee for one year. Um, but it was also with the Orioles at the end of his career. And there was one year in there where he was a white sock, uh, which I don't remember. Um, but, uh, mostly a, a pirate and an Astro. Um, and, uh, yeah, he was just kind of a son of a bitch, like as a pitcher. Um, he won the Cy Young once, uh, one time in, uh, 91, I want to say probably, um, my window is like all small here. Let me just, there we go. Uh, 1990, he won the Cy Young 22 and six that year with mm-hmm. a 276 ERA pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, and, uh, wasn't only made one all-star team though. And that was in 1994 in his age 31 season with the Astros. Uh, but overall he was a 155. Uh, record uh, 155 and 134, uh, 373 ERA, pretty good for a 13-year pitcher. Um, let's see, his innings pitched, uh, yeah, you know, not, I mean, uh, he had some solid strikeout numbers, but he, you know, he's way, way below one per inning, which was not uncommon for the era. Um, and, uh, yeah, he was just kind of a, a son of a gun, like, uh, of a pitcher um, and was really good uh, in, like, the, I mean, kind of, like, his whole career was pretty damn solid. Um, he th- posted uh, up until like after that, that all-star year in 94, his, his numbers kind of started to go south a little bit, but um, from like 87 to 94, a good seven year run there, a seven or eight year run. He was, he was damn good. Um, I don't know what the, let me see what the Astros record was in 93. But he was nine and eighteen, but with a three seventy three seven three seventy nine ERA. Uh, so that's kind of an anomaly there. Eighteen losses, but I guess it just means he pitched in a lot of games, and the Astros probably just didn't score a lot. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's Doug Drabeck. Uh, he um he had a son uh, Kyle Drabeck who um came up with the Blue Jays. I want to say, and I was kind of excited. I thought like, oh cool, like this is Doug Drabeck's son. Um, he might be uh, good, and he just he uh, never amounted to anything. Uh, so it's kind of a letdown. But um, but yeah, that's uh, that's Doug Drabeck. Yeah, uh, dur- during his prime, he was he was one of the best pitchers. Uh, you know, probably one of the top ten or fifteen pitchers in baseball um, yeah. for for those eight years, which is pretty cool. I you know I could not have told you that he won Cy 
Um, so that's pretty cool. He seems mm-hmm. like kind of one of the forgotten Cy Young Award winners. That that season's not one that people talk about. Um, you know, when they talk about the great pitching seasons, but it was really good. Finished top five in Cy Young voting three times, which is uh, which is also really good. Yeah, only made the All Star team once. Um, I think the thing that sticks out to him the most. Uh, about him the most though is you said he was a real uh, son of a gun I, maybe you even said son of a bitch too i'm not i'm not sure about that but yeah both uh, i think i said yeah both but uh he definitely looks like the quintessential asshole 80s pitcher yeah um, yeah with the uh i mean he he looks like the closer from major league that's on the yankees is that is that the guy no 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 that's pete vukovic but he's he's batting mm-hmm. for the yankees who uh, yeah, but the, but there's also the guy who threw at his kid in a father son game. Uh, anyway, yeah, Jeff, yeah, Vukovic was the first baseman in Major yeah, League, but a pitcher yeah. in real life, right? Yes, yes, he was. But uh, yeah. yeah, okay, so maybe that's where my brain went. But anyway, he looks like the uh, the the asshole baseball player from that era. Yeah, um, no, that's a good uh, call. Mustache, uh, sometimes a mullet, sometimes not. Um, definitely just a, a serious looking guy who who you know wants to intimidate you on the mound. Uh, I love sure. it, you know. Um, I mean, mustaches and long hair and beards are kind of back, you know, in vogue. But um, you know, that's that's cool. Definitely, like that that look <laughs> is a product of its time. Definitely, I uh, I went so far as to see where he uh, is, was born because I have a feel like he's got a certain look to him, and uh, I'm like, I, I feel like this guy. I feel like if I saw this guy now, I might be able to read into a few things maybe <laughs> about his personality. Uh, based on just his look, <laughs> and then I looked at his, uh, and he's from Texas, yeah, and, sure. Uh, so I'm, you know, I'm a little worried, I'm a little concerned about that. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I haven't uh, followed up with any Doug Drabeck news, but uh, hopefully he's not on Twitter and pulling like an Aubrey Huff or something. Yeah, or or a, or a Goose Gossage, um, who just who has a yearly meltdown. Um, who, yeah, Gossage, I'll take. Although I, who knows? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, I, I think he's he was he in the news recently, Gossage. Yeah, he. I think he said he wanted to stuff Rob Man, Rob Manfred in a garbage can. That's did you right, read that? That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I did see that. I mean, I'll take that. Even if he, <laughs> even saying that he wants to like beat up uh, Bryce Harper or whatever, like I'll take it. He's just that's fairly harmless. Um, but uh, but yeah. Uh, okay. Well, good good stuff, Doug Drabeck. Not the first former pirate uh, from the early '90s that we've we've talked about for this one. Was Jeff uh, King just last episode, Jack? Oh God, yeah, it was. Episode? It was. It was just last yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there, there's another go. one. Those guys were probably teammates. Yeah, definitely. Um, wonderful. Well, my my guy, uh, you're probably not gonna be too surprised with this one, Jeremy, uh, is Davy Lopes. Nice. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, he he finished his career with 155 home runs, which seems high for him. He was he was more of a stolen base guy. Uh, led the league in, in it two years in 1975 and 76. Had 77 and 63 steals. Finished his career with 557 steals. That's got to be that's got to be up there, um, mm-hmm. at least in the top hundred. Uh, yeah, um, not not a great average hitter, but um, you know he he did get on base a lot. Um, uh, couple couple years of 90 plus walks. Uh, oddly enough, um, 155 home runs. He was only five nine and 170 pounds. So that's that's a lot of times to go deep for a guy of that size. Also in 1979, he hit 28 home runs, uh, which I, I I never could would have been able to tell you that he no. he had a season with that many home runs. Um, also during that that peak of in the 70s, there actually it wasn't even really his prime. From his age 33 to 36 seasons, he made four All Star teams uh, for the Dodgers. Yeah. He was a longtime Dodger. Um, he was also a Cub, Jeremy, which I, I didn't even know until I looked at this. Mm-hmm. Did you know he mm-hmm. was a Cub? 
I did because um, I want to say he had an 80, 1987 uh, Cubs card. Maybe it was an 86 Cubs card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of how I knew him. I uh, Actually, you, you know, it's kind of funny because, yeah, he was one of those guys where, like, all I knew him was a guy. And I don't remember him as a player just from his baseball card. Um, so, But he had a whole life before that. So, Do you know how I know him? As a Brewers manager? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he managed the Brewers for two years and change. Uh, the 2000 season, which was actually the year they were supposed to move into Miller Park, but but Big Blue fell on it. Do you remember that story? Uh, yes, I did. Yeah. yeah. What a what a you know we don't need to go there. But uh, so then then 2001 season, which I believe was their first in Miller Park, the team finished 68 and 94. Uh, and then in 2002, he was canned after 15 games when the team got off to a three and 12 start. Uh, I, I hey, they they didn't give the guy a lot to work with. The team was mostly terrible. Um, they were garbage, and they were just relying on their new stadium to bring in revenue. This was before Mark Adonazio bought the Brewers. Um, they were still being owned by the Sea Leagues, and Dean Taylor was their general manager. So it was a dark period, and I don't really blame him you know, for being a, uh, his team having a terrible record. He finished about 50 games under 500 for his managerial career, was ejected six times, which is kind of interesting. I remember, and I was trying to look for it before, before the podcast— uh, he went on some rant. I, I think this was in 2002, shortly before he uh, was fired. But he, he went on a rant where he said something to the effect of, you know, so what if we're losing? Teams have been losing games for 100 years. Like, you know, team, teams, that doesn't change. Like, and it, it was just he went on this whole rant about how, you know, it, it doesn't matter that his team is losing because teams before this have lost too and, like, you know, whatever. And it was just this nonsensical mm rant and a week later he was he was gone uh i swear that happened i swear i heard it and i'm not making it up uh but regardless uh yeah he got canned after 15 games jerry royster took over um and he was never heard from again in milwaukee although i do think he stuck around for a, quite a long time as a coach oh, yeah. he, he might even still still be coaching but he, he might also just be too old at this point but uh he was a baseball lifer for sure <laughs> Uh, he lived, uh, you know, he, you know, not, I don't think he's dead. He's still alive, but, uh, you know, he's, he's 76 years old now, but, um, he, he, he has definitely lived a baseball life. So, you know, here's to, yeah. here's to Davey Lopes. I uh, don't let, don't let Jerry Reinsdorf hear you say, uh, that Davey Lopes is too old to be coaching. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Hell there. I, I would guess that Tony LaRusse is probably older than he is. I think he is by like a year maybe or something, but um, or at least a few months. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess um, I guess he hasn't coached according to Wikipedia. He hasn't coached since 2017 with the Nationals. Okay, um, which probably would have been Dusty Baker, right? I don't. I, uh, it it was because uh, I think that was that the year that the Cubs yes. beat the National. Okay, yeah, that Dusty was managing that team. That's correct. Um, that was the Steven Strasburg mold year, I think. Mm-hmm, that's right. Yeah. He's got something up there. <laughs> like he's like he's got something. Uh but uh yeah, um uh I remember him being like kind of being on the Dodgers staff too. So he he's coached mm-hmm. a lot since um his managerial uh years uh too. But yeah, maybe maybe he's he's out at this point uh of baseball. Um yeah, Lopes Lopes decided to retire from coaching after the 2017 season. So good for him. Um but uh yeah, um it's funny too. Like, uh, it's just like weird. I, I kind of like think about this sometimes too. Like, I mean, his name has got to be pronounced Lopez, like mm-hmm. in his na- native, like, I mean, I don't know. Like I'm looking this up, his Wikipedia. It says he is of Cape Verdean descent. I don't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, that's okay. Too 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 long to get into right now on the podcast. But I always assumed like he was like of Hispanic descent, and uh, um, you know, they it's like that's some sort of anglicized pronunciation of his name. But he's also from Rhode Island, so who the hell knows? Yeah, and I mean, and he also he went to Iowa Wesleyan College uh, as well. Uh, and okay. it, it's weird. It's weird to think that he spent time in Iowa. Um, just like, yeah. you know, he played for, he played for the Dodgers. He seems kind of like a, like he'd be a West coast guy. And mm-hmm. the thought of the thought of him being in Iowa for a couple of years is, is very strange. Sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. He, he probably stood out a little bit in Iowa in the plains of Iowa uh, <laughs> back in the sixties. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, so I don't know, maybe he's from like Roanoke Island or something, <laughs> um, like the lost civilization, but um, yeah, that's cool. Davy Lopes, like uh, definitely a baseball guy, baseball like lifer guy. Yeah, and you and you gotta like that. Um, uh, well, uh, the NCAA tournament started, um, and I uh, before so before we get to our non-roster invitee guys, we got a, we got a couple of things to cover here. Um, yeah, we each I, went I, to uh, an event. Uh, uh, yeah, we both we both went event. to one. So Jer- yeah. Jeremy went to a baseball game. I went to uh, uh, four NCAA tournament games on Friday, which was uh, you know three days ago at this point. Um, so I saw some first round games in Milwaukee. Uh, off the top of my head, uh, if I can remember all of them, I saw Purdue versus Yale, which was garbage. It was a terrible game. Uh, it was a three versus fourteen seed. Yale was the fourteen. Purdue the three. Uh, that game was kind of cool because it had Jaden Ivy in it. Um, he's going to be a lottery pick. He might, he might be the number one overall pick, uh, this season in the NBA. Uh, he scored 25 points, um, you know, in about 24 minutes. Uh, and then they just took him out for the rest of the game because they were blowing Yale out. Uh, so that, that was the first game I saw. The second game I saw was, uh, LSU versus, uh, Texas. Was it? No, no, no. It was Virginia Tech versus Texas. Mm -hmm. Uh, Texas won. I uh, got to see Chris Beard coach. Uh, they paid him five million to win to win tournament games, and he uh, he did. Um, he won the first Texas uh, tournament game in nine years, so they uh, they advanced. They've since lost, but uh, so that that was that was uh, the second game I saw. The third game I saw was Iowa State versus LSU. LSU had just fired their coach for uh, infractions, so they were a little disjointed. Iowa State ultimately won. But then the main event, the fourth game, the game I was there to see was Colgate versus Wisconsin. This was being played in Milwaukee. Uh, it was Wisconsin was the three seed. Colgate was the 14 seed. Uh, so it was a sea of red because it was in Milwaukee. Um, you know, nothing is worse than Milwaukee Badger fans. Uh, my brother and I were sitting in the Colgate section, uh, so we were cheering like, like hell for Colgate. Um, and it, it, was a, it was a terrific game. It was a great game. Uh, it was the classic... March Madness game of uh, like the the big school, uh, the heavily favored school facing off against like the the David versus Goliath facing off against the little school that has a bunch of upperclassmen and is really disciplined and can hit threes. Problem is that the Badgers are also a very disciplined team. I know I ripped on them a lot because I just don't I've never liked the Badgers, but uh, they're a really good team. They make very few mistakes and they're really tough to beat. Colgate gave them one hell of a game. Uh, at one point in the second half, they were up by five points. There was this guy on Colgate who hit four straight three-pointers. It was pandemonium in the Colgate section. It was just, it was, mm. it was bliss. Um, but ultimately, uh, the Badgers, the Badgers won. Uh, Johnny Davis, who uh, you know, my brother and I were like, oh, Jaden Ivey's a lot better than Johnny Davis. Both of them were first-team All-Americans. Johnny Davis, uh, you know, d- on the biggest stage, the brightest lights, the All-Americans take over, and Johnny Davis did. So ultimately, the Badgers won. But it was a great college basketball game. Uh, we should go to we should go to uh, some NCAA tournament games sometime, Jeremy, because uh, you see you see a, a lot, but not the stuff you want to see, man. You know that that's a that's an outsider's <laughs> reference. 
But uh, I think the funniest thing that happened was so Texas was there, uh, uh, the Texas Longhorns. Um, so some of their fans were there. They didn't have a real big showing. It's in Milwaukee. It's a first-round game. But there were probably maybe uh, 500 Texas Longhorns fans there. Anyway, I was walking out on the concourse uh, between uh, before their game, so it was between the first two games. Um, and uh, this dude, uh, he's like double-fisting these Tallboy Miller lights. He's, he's maybe in his mid-20s, um, early to mid-20s. Looks like the biggest like frat douchebag you would ever see. He's dressed in all sure. orange Texas gear. So he's double fisting these Miller lights, and he sees some other Longhorns fans dressed in Longhorns gear who he obviously doesn't know. I mean, they're strangers, but they have this mutual connection. And so he just starts drunkenly walking toward them and going, Hook em! Mm-hmm. Hook em! Because they say hook <laughs> they say hook em. Uh, you know, hook, yeah, hook them horns. But it was almost like a when a zombie goes <laughs> brains. That was exactly what it was like. It was just this guy, and like the the uh, the people who he was walking towards were like, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. But it was like this guy just he saw these other Longhorns fans, and he just he couldn't resist the urge to just go hook them. Uh, so I don't know, know what the ultimate outcome of that was, but. Uh, yeah, it was fun. The one drawback to uh, being at an NCAA tournament game is that the TV timeouts are much longer than a regular oh. basketball game. Each TV timeout, I, I kid you not, is at least four minutes long, if not five. So you're yep. just sitting there, and there's nothing happening four times a half for five minutes. And the full timeouts that the coaches take are also, like, five minutes long. So the the games, uh, the energy in the, the stadium kind of dies uh, so it's, uh, you know, that, that's, that's one drawback of it. It was an exhausting day. I've never been to four basketball games in a day. I do it again, maybe once a year, but it was very fun. Nice. That's pretty yeah. cool. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, that's really cool that you got to go. I mean, like as a, um, I don't even know if it's fair to call me a casual basketball fan, but, uh, um, I think it would be cool to do that. I mean, we saw three, right? Or we didn't watch. We didn't stay for all three, did we? Um, when we went uh, yeah, to I want to. I want to say. Want to say we we saw three games. Yeah. So I broke okay. my record when we saw those high school games. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like you know that was a thing like to mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Um, so you're like yeah, it would be awesome to just kind of like hunker down and just you know get ready for like a day's worth of basketball. I mean, I would. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would. Uh, it's a lot to watch like two baseball games. Um, but, uh, you know, I could do it. I, I actually turned down the opportunity to do that uh, at my baseball game uh, <laughs> that I went to. But, um, but yeah, no, that's got to be pretty cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, they are in Chicago this year, but it's, like, the later rounds, and we just we missed, like, the on-sale date, and I just, you know, it would be, we would be paying through the teeth now. Yeah, yeah and honestly, that's a crapshoot. Um, I, I forget who, who's, who's playing there, but I think it's uh, Miami, I think, might be playing Iowa State, and then it's Kansas versus Providence might be the other game. So I, I kind of have a feeling that those games are going to be blowouts in Chicago. Um, mm-hmm. So we, we might not be missing much, but we'll, we'll see. The weird thing is um, about being at these tournament games is that the only game anybody really gave a shit about was the Wisconsin game. Me and my brother were invested in watching every game, but everybody else was just there to see the Wisconsin game. So you got, you know, 16,000-plus people, which is the capacity of Pfizer. The, the seats are all filled, but nobody's reacting to anything that's going on in the other games. Like, nobody cared. Uh, people yeah. were just kind of watching it, um, you know, like, like you'd just watch it at home. Like, they were being completely silent. So there wasn't really any juice 
in the arena for any of the games but the Badger game, which which also I think is a drawback of the first round too. You know, once you get later in the in the tournament, there's more stakes. So even even on like these neutral courts, you know, there, there's a little more excitement. So that that was another thing that was odd. But I mean, you know, going to like a, a White Sox game, there's also very little investment from anybody uh, as well. So I, I guess it wasn't that different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're just as dead there as they were. Uh, as they would be in uh, at the White Sox game. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, it's too bad. I mean, like, yeah. You'd think that you could kind of get up for anything, but um, but yeah, I guess not. Um, but uh, still pretty cool to see. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah. And one one thing before we move on uh, to to do a callback to what you when talking about those high school games that we went to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marquette yeah. played the University of North Carolina. Uh, uh, and Caleb Love is on North Carolina. We saw Caleb Love uh, in that mm-hmm. basketball tournament. He looked, um, I mean, you know, he was. It didn't even really seem like he was trying in that game, that high school game. Like, but he still scored like thirty points. Uh, he was clearly the best player on the floor. Would ultimately go on to be a McDonald's All American and a, and a top recruit, et cetera, et cetera. He hit. I want to say he scored almost thirty points for North Carolina against Marquette. Jeremy, you mentioned I had the uh, the opportunity to take him out years ago, and I, I yeah. didn't do it. You know, bring a tire iron to the game. You know, um, who would have known? But uh, yeah, I guess I guess opportunity missed. Uh, Caleb Love destroyed Marquette. Marquette got run out of the gym by UNC. They lost by thirty. So you know, yeah. hey man, I got I got I got I got to stop remembering this stuff, as as Travis <laughs> Pickle would say in Taxi Driver. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You piled up a couple of good. I was going to ask you where that outsiders quote came from because I I, was, I couldn't remember what scene that was from. But uh. yeah. It, it, so <laughs> have, have I ever showed you that clip of the actor who does the uh, taped audition for the um, the Stanley Kubrick movie uh, Full Metal Jacket, and he oh. does he does a monologue from the Outsiders. I think you did years ago, yeah, man. Yeah. I'll have yeah. to share it with you again. But it's yeah. the most absurd monologue. But one. So it's his monologue is like from the book. So I'm actually not even sure if that line is in the oh, movie. I've okay. only I've only seen the movie once, but it's it's during the Ralph Macchio scene, and mm-hmm. uh, and and this guy goes, he goes, and you know, he's the whitest of white guys. Uh, he's just like this dork, and he's like, twenty years on the streets, and you see a lot, but not the stuff you want to see, man. Uh, it's it's good, man. I'll I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Uh, that's 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 awesome. So, yeah, we'll see, Jack. Um, funny update on my end for the tournament is um my my job where I work uh, uh not the sports one but uh my teaching job um has an office pool uh for the tournament and um the grand prize is uh you get a free day off which is oh, weird. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you can tell that this is a uh, a school, not like a sports like office or something. Like uh-huh. you know, normally it would be for like you know a grand or something. Like everyone would would pay like you know ten dollars for a bracket or something. This is for a day off, which is nothing to shake a stick at. Actually, it's more well, I don't make a grand a day, but anyway. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. So um, basically, uh, um. I, you know, we're doing this, this tournament and, uh, I, or the brackets and I do like, it turns out, I mean, when you do brackets, it's like, I honestly, I think it's better. The less, you know, the better because Mm -hmm. like there's just so much parody and, and so many upsets. Um, so on that tip, they have, they're doing like a men's pool and a women's pool. So I did a women's bracket and I'm happy to say, Jack, after the first weekend, I'm, uh, 
uh, in first place. Wow, on, shit. On my okay. Own. You get a free day off if you yeah if you yeah. win that. Okay. Okay. So we'll wow. see. Uh, second place is like a official NCAA basketball too. So oh, that, cool. that, that could be kind of cool. I can maybe get that signed by actually it'd be funny to get that signed by like a baseball player. <laughs> um, yeah. A, a baseball player who also played basketball, Kenny Lofton, maybe. Uh, that'd be cool. Yeah. 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 Um, I want to I think Brennan Davis might've played ba- basketball. He did. I think he, did. I think he yeah. was all state. I think he's from Arizona, right? Maybe. His uncle is Reggie Theus or something like that. So okay. Okay. yeah. Yeah, I think I, I was reading his his MLB.com, MLB pipeline profile, and I think they said, like, he was, you know, trying to decide between basketball and baseball, mm-hmm. and ultimately, like, you know, it, when he was an upperclassman in high school, he chose baseball. Um, nice, man, yeah. what, a, what, a, what, a, what a decision that would be to make, you know? It's like, man, I'm, I'm so good at both of these sports. Like, you know, <laughs> right. which one do I have to choose? Um, he, speaking had of three a, run, a, he had a three-run bomb uh, the other day in, in spring training, too. Oh, nice. You know? Do you think they'll start this, this season with him? I don't think he'll start the season, but I, I have to imagine he'll be up by June, I would say. Nice. Well, yeah. we got we to try to see his first game at Wrigley Field. That would be awesome, yeah. Jeremy, speaking of a grand a day, and you don't have to answer this question. You probably won't. <laughs> but it is tax season. Do you have to report the money you make from selling cards? <laughs> That's a great yeah, you question. Don't, you, don't to, you don't have to answer that, Jeremy. Well, and I know that uh, the uh, IRS is not listening to this uh, podcast, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I actually you do. Um, okay. Which is which is a fucking bummer, uh, and it came a, as a bit of a surprise to me when I got like a 1099 from uh, PayPal last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you do. Um, but you know, um, it's a it's a fledgling business, and a lot of times businesses, Jack, in the first couple of years, tend to lose money. Um, so, um, you know, I, I can't, I have to, I hate, I, it's sad to say that I suffer the same fate uh, as a lot of those fledgling businesses and I'm, I'm scraping by just to make ends meet Jack, you know, uh, envelopes, tape, these things cost a lot of money, Jack. So, um, you know, I can't say that I'm profiting too much from the, from the whole ordeal. Sure. Well, we're still recording remotely, so we'll be able to do it from jail uh, as well. (laughs) Yeah. I'll just use that as my, uh, my, my time, uh. Iraq time or something um but um yeah so uh so that's that uh jack i um i went to uh an event myself yesterday mm-hmm. um it was a. Uh, it's we've had a couple of nice well uh, actually the first half of the weekend was was uh pretty crappy but yesterday in chicago was really nice today was also really nice um, it was so crappy that, uh, the first two weeks, uh, it was supposed to be Friday night was supposed to be, um, UIC's home opener, uh, university of Illinois, Chicago, which we, uh, went to see the baseball game just, uh, or basketball game just a couple weeks ago. Um, so, uh, they, uh, their home opener was supposed to be Friday, got rained out, also got rained out on Saturday. So Sunday ended up being their home opener. Actually, I kind of didn't even, re- yeah, I was at the home opener of the, of the season, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went, I went Sunday morning, uh, they ended up playing a double header. So the f- game one started at noon. Uh, so noon on a Sunday is, uh, it's kind of a tall order when, um, you know, that's your, one of your days to sleep in or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh. I uh, dragged myself out of bed and drove down to campus and uh, caught uh, a UIC Flames baseball game. And uh, that was pretty cool. Um, basically, uh, so, you know, in college, for anyone who doesn't know, in college uh, bas- uh, college baseball, um, there there's essentially, because teams mostly play every weekend. It seems like every so often, and, and I'm no expert, but it seems like every so often they play like a weekday game. But for the most part... 
Um, Friday through Sunday is when they play. Uh, they'll do different series. And um, the teams traditionally start their, like, ace pitcher on Friday nights or Friday, the Friday starters. So um, the, the Flames uh, got a transfer from Oklahoma State, a guy named Nate Peterson, uh, a lefty. Uh, and so he's their Friday starter. Uh, but since the games were rained out, he started that first game on Sunday. So I got to catch him uh, pitching. I think his um, first game of the season, um, he struck out, I want to say, uh, like 13 or 15 guys, something like that. Um, so pretty impressive. Um, and then uh, I saw him, and he he had a pretty mediocre outing um, uh, yesterday. Uh, but... Um, Let's see here. Uh, da, da, da. He struck out. He struck out thirteen and in seven innings against New Mexico State uh, mm. to to start off his career. Then he finished that up. He followed that up with eight strikeouts over six and two thirds. Um, but uh, but yeah. So anyway, um, he uh, yeah he had a kind of a kind of a shaky outing. But um, the the pitcher for the Northern so they they played the Northern Kentucky uh, Norse, um, and uh, the pitcher for that team his name is uh, Ben Girl. G E R L. Uh, he, he, he got knocked around in the first inning, gave up three runs, uh, settled in. He ended up giving up two runs in the fourth, but he really, uh, he really battled and he made it through six in the third. Uh, and he ended up getting the win, uh, as, um, Northern Kentucky ended up coming back and beating UIC, uh, seven to six. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a cool game that the field is really nice. It's absolutely free to get into UIC games. Um, and, uh, yeah, then the stands are nice. It's really tucked away kind of like on the UIC, like it's just, it's on the outskirts of the UIC campus. UIC, UIC has like this like little sports complex, uh, just South of the main campus. And, uh, there was a women's softball, uh, game going on at the same time. And there's like some tennis courts and some like beach volleyball courts. Um, so it's a whole little, like little campus, um, little complex. And, um, yeah, it was cool. Um, uh, I was, took in a couple innings behind home plate with a bunch of there was a bunch of scouts scouting um, uh, Peterson. At least um, I mean I mean there was a bunch of guys with guns. I don't know how many of them were scouts and how many like I think one of the guy with guys with a gun was for UIC and one was for Northern Kentucky. But there were definitely some guys who were who had guns out and then they left after he came out of the game. So mm-hmm. I think he was being scouted by a couple people. Um, and, um, yeah, there's a couple, there's a, UIC has a, a brother combo at, at catcher and second base, the Khan brothers, mm-hmm. Clay Khan and Cole Khan. seems mm-hmm. like Cole Khan maybe is like a prospect, um, a little bit, um, at catcher. Um, he kind of had that, uh, that kind of like, you know, best kid on the team vibe where he's like mm-hmm. the captain of the team and everything. He hit a Homer, um, in the fourth mm-hmm. inning, which was pretty cool. I was going to ask you if there were any home runs. Yeah, there were two. Uh, there were three home runs. Uh, Northern Kentucky hit two of them. Um, this guy Traven Moss, um, he's from Fort Wayne, Indiana, six three, uh, redshirt junior. Um, he looked pretty good. The first couple guys in the uh, Northern Kentucky lineup looked pretty good. Uh, Traven Moss, a guy named uh, Manny Voorhees who's like up, he's kind of in the league leaders of the Horizon League and homers. And then they had this guy at first base, um, Ryan Glass. Um, they were calling him RG. Um, he's a 6'4", and he's a senior. Uh, he's a Georgia State transfer. And um, 
there's a website called perfectgame.org that um, tracks uh, high school kids, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, he was uh, – let me see if I can find it here really quick. He was uh, – they rank uh, guys by position and then um, overall in the state and national. And he was um, the top – at the time that he came out, uh, he was a class of 2017 high school. Um, he was a number. He was the number one first base prospect out of Georgia. Oh. Um, so you know, it's one of those weird things where f- a prospect at first base is. It's almost sometimes that can be seen as a slight because they that means that you have nowhere else you can play. Um, but I don't know. Number one in any class seems to be pretty uh, respectable anyway. So he, um, I think, let's see, what did he do? Uh, he. Went one for five um, with a double and a run scored. Um, but then, so the game was actually, so it was a double header. And then in the nightcap, I think he um, he might have hit a homer or he went like three for five or something like that. So pretty good game overall. He's a big kid, 6'5", 220, according to um, uh, the website. Although what, he's 6'4", I guess, on the on the scorecard, but, but yeah, big kid. So I don't know. I wonder if anything will have come of him. He's a senior, so we'll see. But um, yeah, I don't know. The horizon league isn't like, you know, they're not producing like the sec or something like that, but uh, you know, it'll be interesting to follow these guys um, going forward. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think the basketball teams in the horizon league probably bus to their games. Um, yeah. I mean, do you, do you think Northern Kentucky bus to UIC? How far I would had, that be? I had a feeling they would, although I was wondering about that because, you know, with a Sunday game, you know, I, I, let's see, it was supposed to be a one Oh five start. Um, the second game didn't start till three fifty five, and it, it went 10 innings. So they probably didn't get out of there for a while. So I was like, that must be a shitty bus, ride If they're, mm. if they're coming, if they're going back that night on bus, that's gotta be pretty shitty. And then I was thinking like, I, I was, I played out this whole scenario in my head where like, they're going to miss like a test on Monday. Uh-huh. And then the AD has to like talk to like a history teacher or professor and be like, listen, glass was, you know, glass was playing in a double header. He, he, you know, he got a Homer, he got a triple, like he can't take your test. And the teacher's like, well, I don't care about him. He must learn the declaration <laughs> of independence or something. Um, but, uh, yes, I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but, um, yeah, I assume that they did bus and like, I don't know where Northern Kentucky, I mean, Northern Kentucky is still a good hike from, from yeah. Chicago. So, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, a lot, a lot of these guys are, well, not a lot of them, but maybe, you know, some of them are going to play in the minor leagues, um, yeah. you know, after this. So I, I guess it's a good, uh, good way to get used to that life. Um, you, you texted me a picture of the stadium, Jeremy, and it was, uh, it was pretty cool. You could see the skyline, um, you know, behind yeah. center field, which was neat. Um, so that's, uh, you know, they gave you a good scorecard. Uh, so that, that's two, that's two ways that they top the White Sox right there. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Um, we made reference to it at the basketball game. They had a really nice scorecard and for a basketball game. And then sure enough, I showed up. Um, and then just on like a table behind home. It's so we- Jack, it is so weird walking into a stadium and just walking in and out like the breeze. Uh, but you just walk right in and, um, they had a table and they had like, they had a stack of posters, like these big posters with like the calendar with the schedule on it mm-hmm. and scorecards. And then there's just like a piece of a broken piece of cinder block on top of it just so they didn't blow away in the wind. And wow. I just grabbed myself a scorecard. It has a little insert with the roster for Northern Kentucky um, and stats for both teams. Hmm. And like, yeah, I mean, it's like 
it's and the scorecards are like you know legit they're they're like it's like you'd get at a cubs game and they're they're the real deal and the white Sox. uh granted the free one is is cool at the white Sox, but it's like they stopped doing it all together for a bit and then like they could definitely they, they just it's just a missed like chance to make a couple bucks i guess but uh yeah scorecard at uic versus no like official scorecard from the white Sox is another situation where the white Sox are dropping the ball so yeah, um, scorecards at basketball games and baseball games. Whoever's running their athletic department um, is, uh, you know, he's one of us, I guess. Yeah. So try, try to get him on the podcast. He might be misappropriating school funds, but it's but it's for <laughs> our benefit, at least. Um, Jack, you know what's one interesting observation about the scorecard? Um, is that, you know, it's not like a major league baseball team where they're sending guys up and down when they have to, like, you know, adjust the roster you know the roster is the roster yeah. for for uic so on the back cover of the scorecard is the actual roster printed out for uic i was like looking at it and i was like you know there's a little piece little paper insert which like you get it like a minor league game you know yeah. um with the roster and it's like it only has a northern kentucky roster on there and i was like well this is cool but they're they're kind of missing the the fact that there should be a uic one and i'm like oh it's like hard printed on the scorecard on the back cover, uh, you know? And so like, you know, a guy might like lose eligibility or something for some miss, you know, misbehavior, but like, it's not like they're going to be like bringing in new guys or anything. So sure. Us, yeah. So it's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, uh, definitely a plus, um, you know, Jack, I know that the major league baseball season is starting soon, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. A Saturday afternoon, if we ever want to just drive down there and catch a game for free, uh, we should do it. Yeah, absolutely. I would I would be down for that. Yeah, for sure. Um, or a Friday. Um, but uh, but yeah. So that's uh, UIC, and um, they split that doubleheader with Northern Kentucky, and uh, they you know the, these teams like start off. They played Arkansas uh, like last weekend, and you know they got swept. But Arkansas is like the fourth ranked, third or fourth ranked team in college baseball, and you know UIC is just um, in a you know. A, a lesser conference. So, um, yeah, they're, uh, you know, we'll see what they do, uh, now that they're in conference play. Nice, Jeremy. Yeah. Well, we'll have to make it to one of those, uh, one of those college baseball games. That sounds good. Yeah, for sure. Um, so speaking of like, you know, prospects and everything, Jack, I just wanted to bring up, I was, um, looking at, um, I guess MLB pipeline, uh, you, you mentioned them earlier. Uh, they, they released like the top 100 prospects, and uh, I was looking at it. Have you gotten a chance to look at that list, Jack? Top 100 prospects on MLB Pipeline. Not not recently. I've, a couple of weeks ago, maybe. Okay. I um I was looking at it, and uh, I figured I would, you know this is related to the podcast. Um, I was looking at it, and um, Bobby Witt Jr. is the number one rated mm. prospect right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a couple guys graduated the list, but uh, I was looking at it, and I believe it's five guys in the top 20. Let me see. One, two. Uh, three, four, five. We mm-hmm. saw five guys in the top twenty at that twenty eighteen uh, Under Armour game. That's uh, that's that's insane. So I'm I'm looking. Uh, uh it was Bobby Witt Jr., uh, mm-hmm. Riley Green. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, uh, uh Jack Leiter. Mm-hmm. Um, who who were the other guys? Uh, C.J. Abrams. We saw. Oh God, um, that's he, right, that's right. Yeah, he let off the game, and I want to say he he forced that error. I think by third base, third baseman playing was Reese Hines, uh, who's uh-huh. also like kind of climbing the ranks for the Reds. 
Uh, but I think he he like caused like a um, an error like an inf- like a you know by the third baseman to get a hit. And then the last guy was Corbin Carroll, um, who's a 19th ranked prospect right now with the D-backs. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a tiny guy, but um, he I think he also hit a, like a wall scraper in that game. Um, so yeah, man, I gotta say that's pretty cool. Like, you know, I hope that game comes back because a lot of these guys have been in that Under Armour game. Um, I almost forgot that we saw Jack Leiter in that game, but he struck out like three. I, th- I think he struck out the side in yeah. his inning. Yeah, he, he looked he looked good. Um, yeah. and you know he he's uh yeah he's obviously got a great pedigree. Uh, th- th- this just makes what those people behind us saying were saying <laughs> that much stupider. You know, know. where they're like, oh, it's oh. so. So nice that they that they would do these for these ki- for this these kids. <laughs> three three years late, four years later, like these you know these guys are all fucking millionaires now with their signing I, bonuses. I know. I want to print out this list and shove it right in the guy that those people's faces. Like this is why they're doing the the game, you morons. Yeah. <laughs> I know they probably just thought it was like some like local little league team playing. Oh man, I mean. It's one of those things where you can't blame them for not knowing, but their their brashness of just speaking freely and like is just like you bonehead. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um. So uh. So yeah. So anyway, there you go. Um. But yeah, man, that's pretty cool. Top five yeah. of the top twenty. And one one other thing that's cool. So you you take those five guys, and then you add on Brennan Davis and Shane Boz, and mm-hmm. you know, in the name of this podcast. We've seen seven of the top twenty prospects right now. Almost half of the top twenty prospects. That's pretty rad. That that is pretty cool, isn't it? So, yeah, almost half. That's that's cool. I'm I'm scanning the top twenty to see if we saw anyone, one else. Yeah, I don't and, think and so. Wander Wander Franco was just last. He was like the top right. prospect last year till he got called up. So I mean, he doesn't count anymore. But he was he was there too. Yeah, that will give you prospect mahogany. Is <laughs> To uh, co-opt a phrase that Jack uses uh, sometimes, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that is that is pretty cool. I'm trying to think like I also saw um, I saw Alec uh, Thomas on my own, but he he was not in that game that we saw. Um, but yeah, man, I mean like this is why <laughs> this is why I'm only half kidding when I say the South Bend is my new favorite team, the South Bend Cubs, because sure. a lot of these guys come through there. And if I was like honestly, if I was on it a couple years earlier, I probably could have saw like some of these other guys too. So it's just, it's pretty awesome. Uh, so, so yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good stuff. Um, cool stuff. Right. Spe- speaking of yeah. Shane Boz, you brought up Shane Boz. I was just going to mention him really quick. He's unfortunately, which happens with prospects. Um, he's down. They just shut Shane Boz down. He kind of came up last year, uh, and like looked pretty good. Um, in a, in a handful of starts for the Rays, and certainly like, the Rays lean on guy like you know depend on guys like this. Um, he had a two or three ERA and three starts, but they just shut him down for two to three weeks um, for arthroscopic elbow surgery. So um, it's uh, to remove loose bodies in the pitching elbow, which is the thing that happens like just bone chips, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully that's not that's actually doesn't sound that bad. Like if if that's all that it is, they clean that up and then they kind of move right along. So hopefully that's all that is, and he'll be okay. But uh, you know, you hate to see guys get hurt uh, and miss time. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited about what Shane Boz might do uh, this year for the Rays. Uh, but yeah, we saw him uh, do very well uh, in South Bend. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, we we did, and and we got his autograph too. And he, apparently yeah. he only signs when he wins. So <laughs> that's that's right. that's, uh, that's a positive. Um, 
Nice. All right. Well, shall we get to our, our non-roster invitees? Yeah, let's do it, Jack. This is uh, always a fun episode. And, yeah. Um, yeah, this list. So we were talking about it before we started. This list, I do feel like this list is a little weird because just because of the, uh, the way everything went down uh, with the, you know, the, the, the lockout and whatnot. Uh, teams didn't have a chance to like sign these guys ahead of spring training and then bring them in. So a lot of these guys, like if we did this episode like last week, I think like half of these guys wouldn't have been available um, to, to pick from. But uh, yeah, at this point in the, in the spring training uh, or in the, in this year's process, you'd think they're about done mm-hmm. like bringing in these, like these non-roster invitee level type guys so hopefully we got a good list there were a couple teams including the cubs that had definitely um partial lists but there's still um, i still found plenty to to pick so nice um yeah uh so what do you say we just go in alphabetical order according to teams starting with the american league does that sound good uh sure yeah i actually went i have my list is yes that's by yeah i have it by by no, I have it by city actually, but um, or, or yeah, I mean by by city. So I I was thinking okay. we start with with Baltimore. Okay, yeah, I have, yeah, whatever. Do you just call out the names from whatever list you got, and we could talk about it? Sure. Funny that you bring up Baltimore first because I didn't write anyone down for Baltimore because I didn't. <laughs> I felt like there was no one noteworthy on Baltimore. But who did you pick? Anybody, Jack? Well, from that? Yeah, list? first I, I picked Jacob Nottingham. Okay. Um, the sheriff. I don't know <laughs> if they called. I don't know if they called him that, but. Uh, yeah, so he was uh, actually that was to be called that. Yeah, yeah, no, that was Mark Reynolds' nickname also. Um, but uh, yeah, Jacob Nottingham was in the Chris Davis trade when the Brewers. He he was the key piece of that trade um, uh, when when the Brewers traded Chris Davis to Oakland. Uh, he was supposed to be something. I think he was a high draft pick, maybe probably mm-hmm. top five rounds, maybe even second round draft pick as a catcher. Um, uh, yeah, he just never amounted to anything. He got a couple of cups of coffee in the the bigs with the brewers but he just never really did anything so it's kind of sad to see him still kicking around um and trying to make this team uh there's no chance that he's ever going to be anything with the orioles because they have adley rushman but uh but he's there he's there in spring training um they also for infielders they have shed long jr Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i don't have much to say about him other than that shed long is a, a cool name um it's jack believe it or not his his name is short for shedrick in- interesting okay yeah, yeah i mean i remember i remember him i think we've talked about him before but he you know he was on the mariners he might have even played in that game that we uh that we that we went, went to cubs mariners there were so many bums on that on that mariners team um and then we got chris owings still still trying yeah. to hang around like that, that that's a guy that i thought was done years ago but he's still still trying to do it yeah definitely a head scratcher there like chris owings um a guy who's like i think we even talked about it on the podcast like him nick ahmed um, uh, who are some like they're all the same guy? Um, so much so that I just even forget like who the other guys who like him were. But definitely those two guys are like. I think those are the same guy. I don't know. <laughs> um. So that was the Orioles. Uh, didn't didn't sound like any anybody excited you too much. Uh, should we move on to the the Red Sox? Yeah, sure. Red Sox. Um, okay. Yeah, I have a couple from the Red Sox. Um. I mean, you know, I mean. I think the most glaring one there is Yolmer Sanchez. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yolmer is, um, I mean, uh, did he, I feel like, was he on the Giants last year? Or like in the Giants system? Like He, last he year, was on them at some point. That might have been the pandemic year, but he was he okay. was on them at some point. 
Um, I, I think this will be a great test to our theory because Yomer Sanchez is one of those guys, e even though he's maybe won a gold glove at second base, he seems to only exist because the White Sox exist. exist. So this will yeah. this will test out our theory of whether or not that's true. Oh, man, he was in the, the Braves organization last year. Oof. I, I don't think he ever got called up, did he? No, I don't think so. Okay. I'm sure he would have liked to. Uh, oh yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah, that's that's true. Um, yeah, so he definitely caught my eye. So did Travis Shaw, um, mm -hmm, who who I believe played in the World Series with the with the Red Sox last year. Um, mm -hmm. or was definitely in some postseason games. Uh, the mayor of Ding Dong City, Travis Shaw. Um, he had a very fast fall from grace after his year and a half uh, of, of good years with the Brewers. So yeah. he, he's there. Um, and one other guy that stuck out to me with, with the Red Sox was Derek Holland. Yes, of course, Derek Holland. Um, the only guy who has a worse uh, Harry Carey impression than Ryan Dempster, and that's only <laughs> because he's copying Ryan Dempster's bad uh, impression. Um, so, yeah, um, another baseball guy who thinks he's funny, but he's not. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, those two guys I saw, Franchi Cordero is um, also uh, there. I think he was maybe with that team last year, too, if I remember correctly. But um, what a great name. Um, yeah, definitely. So sounds like a, uh, a character from the movie Grease or something. Wasn't there a character oh, named, yeah. Fren named Frenchie in the movie Grease? I think so. And then there's... Okay. Tuscadero too or something I think um, right right yeah. right yeah Franchi Cordero I like that yeah for sure or maybe even uh, West Side Story uh, who's um, right you know, which which like, is nominated for Best Pictures did you see that did I you see did it? not see that I okay. don't think I need to see that I try to see all the like a lot of them uh, that one yeah. I don't see I, I didn't see uh, I think it's gonna win Best Supporting Actress too but okay uh, but yeah so um yeah uh, uh, Yolmer Sanchez according to Baseball Reference he's four for five no he's three for four uh with the stolen base uh so far for the red sox in uh, spring training so um okay. i don't know i don't i i i'm sure when he saw the news of trevor story <laughs> signing with the red sox he's probably like, well back to the minors for me <laughs> yeah um, you know when story when story signed with the red sox i was wondering who in their organization is going to run interference for him when he walks from the stadium to the bus that's true. Yeah, I you know, know they're gonna have to have to hire a guy just for that. Right, right. Um, um, yeah, so look for those look for those job openings on, on MLB.com. <laughs> um, uh, okay, uh, anybody else stick out for you uh, for you for the Red Sox? That's all I got there. Okay, sounds good. Well, let's move on to the White Sox then. Um, okay. Uh, nice. All right, you know there weren't too many guys here, Jeremy, but I will say that uh, they they did invite the pain in the neck himself, yeah. uh, Kyle Crick. Um, that's, that's always I good. Had. Yeah, sure. Got got a that he's um he's you know cemented himself in what in a rain delay theater conversation for the rest of his career just because of by way of his nickname. Yeah, and it's a good one. I also um they had uh, Brandon Finnegan. They invited him mm -hmm. as well. Um, that's another guy. He was he was a first round draft pick of the Royals. I remember yeah. he was the only guy to I think pitch in the College World Series and the Real World Series, not the Real World Series, the Major League Baseball World Series in the same season. Same season. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was kind of his claim to fame from what I remember. Um, so that, you know, uh, he was drafted in, uh, that must've been 2014. Yep. It was 2014, a, f a first round draft pick. Um, and now he's, he's a non-roster invitee for the Chicago White Sox, uh, in 2022. So I don't think his career has gone quite as he planned it. No. Yeah. It's, it's it was a quick, uh, decline from that, that moment. Um, I want to say, I mean, 
I don't know if he debuted in the World Series, but I because uh, Raul Mondesi Jr. debuted in the World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think that same year maybe, um, but he might have gotten a little bit into uh, action and then appeared in the World Series. But um, yeah, uh, Jack. Whenever I see the name Finnegan, I know we got a lot of teams to get through here. But uh, what's uh, Finnegan Begin Again? <laughs> that's like a that's like a movie or something or a uh, book or something. Is it? I don't know. Maybe I'm. Uh, maybe I'm <laughs> regretting even. No, it's here. 1985 film Finnegan Begin Again, uh, romance drama with um, Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> oh, right. okay, okay. Hey, you know Mary, Mary Tyler Moore. Uh, the movie Ordinary People. Good movie. Good movie. All right. Um, nice. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Who's oh, next? I, Is it? Yeah. Go well, ahead. I also, I one more guy for the Sox that I, I we should we should mention Jack. Uh, Spring uh, training invitee or non-roster invitee Zach Remillard. Remember Zach Remillard, Jack from last year? Yeah, yeah, he was the guy whose name I could never remember in that game we saw. Yeah, the Cajun guy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Well, I, I hope he makes. I hope he makes the team. I don't think yeah. it's. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be another year uh, in Charlotte being managed by Wes Helms for him. But <laughs> yeah, I think so. But thought it was noteworthy nonetheless. Um. Is a Cleveland up next, Jack? Yeah, I think it's Cleveland. Um, okay. So they had, yeah, they had a guy named Justin Garza. I was like, is he related to I Matt Garza? I, you that. know, I, I don't think so. That Sandy Leone is in mm-hmm. camp with them. Um, mm-hmm. That's really the only, the only guy of note for this team. We for should me, mention, anyway. Yeah, we should mention that they're the Cleveland Guardians. We haven't really talked about that. Oh but, God, um, yeah, yeah, it's the Cleveland Guardians. Um, so. Uh, yeah, I, well, that's really it <laughs> to say about that. But you know, it, it barely registers with me because the color scheme and, and even the logo are very are very much the same. I know. Um, it maybe but, would have been an interesting opportunity to like completely rebrand. But hell, they 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 kind of they try to keep it so much the same that I honestly think that I think there was some truth to the joke that they used. They were able to just use the same like D I A N S for all the lettering. Like they only had to change the first half of the name Indians. That's right. I, I hadn't I, thought about that, but yeah. Yeah, they were like, I think like someone like made up a sign and they just covered up the end, uh, whatever. Yeah. Like Gar, but I'm like, I think that was actually like that played a role in their decision. Like, like it saved them some money. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Whatever is up with that. Uh, the only thing I'll say about that, Jack, is um, with the uh, popularity of the uh, new Apple TV series Severance, um, they got a guy. Uh, a pitcher uh, named Adam Scott. Um, ah. I don't think it's the same guy. Um, he's a big dude, 6'4", 230. He's a lefty. Um, but, yeah, I don't think he's the same Adam Scott from uh, Parks and Rec and Party Down and Severance, but um, figured uh, he'd, we'd mention his name anyway. Yeah, I, I, I like Adam Scott. Um, yeah. He's also in the uh, Wet Hot American Summer. Uh, uh, the TV you know, version. Yeah, post-cool. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Funny guy. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, uh, is Detroit next, Jeremy? The Tigers? Yeah, yeah I've got Sweet. Detroit here. I'm sure, Jack, uh, you oh, got Chase yeah. Anderson. Yeah, a couple, couple of Brewers bums, actually. Uh, okay. Chase Anderson and then the, the caveman, Jacob Barnes. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. Are, are, both, are both trying to make this team. I can't believe Chase Anderson is still kicking around. Um, he's, got, he's just one of the most boring pitchers uh, <laughs> of ever. Just a, just a totally boring like guy you would never want to see. So he's still around. Um, Ryan LaVarnway is in camp with the Tigers, which is awesome that he's still trying to hang around. So I'm, I'm currently trying to pull up, like, 
to see. I'm, I'm, I don't know if I should look under his stats or his transactions. I think his transaction, his transaction list is like a mile long, but so famously uh, one off season, he changed hands like a bunch of times. Um, but I don't even think it's all documented. Yeah. Maybe this is in 2019. Okay. So real quick. Um, no, cause yeah, it's messed up. Like his, I feel like his baseball reference doesn't even capture all the teams that he was on, but a lot of selected off of waivers, granted free agency, released, um, you know, claimed off of waivers. There was one off season where he was claimed like, like I want to say seriously, like four or five times in like a month span. Um, and one of those teams was the Cubs. It says here selected off of waivers by the Cubs from the Dodgers in 2014. Um, I guess it was 2014 here. He was on December 5th, 2014, selected off waivers by the Dodgers from the Red Sox. Then on December 19th, selected off waivers by the Cub from the by the Cubs from the Dodgers. Then on the 23rd, 4 days later, selected off of waivers by the Orioles from the Cubs. So, that's a hell of a month for for one guy. 3 teams in one month. Um and uh has just bounced around so many times. So that's that's Ryan Lavarnway. Christ, what a what a remarkable career he's had. Um, well, uh, nice. Would anybody else uh, stick out to you on Detroit, Jeremy? De- De- uh, Detroit. Um, yes, one other guy, Jack. Uh, does the name Josh Lester ring any bell to you? Uh, is it related to John Lester? Uh, I don't think so, but I think that we saw him in 20... What year was that? 2015? 2014? Uh-huh. Or, no, it was 2017, wasn't it? Oh, did, did in we? In Grand, Ra- Grand Rapids? Oh, we God. saw Vlad and uh, Bo Bichette. I believe Josh Lester was in that game as well. Oh my God, that's in, that's insane! I never probably, would have never yeah, figured that. I probably should have pulled up the brought up the box score for that, but um, I can't remember if he got. I feel like everyone in that game got some hits. I, we didn't do this episode for the podcast. This is, before, this is pre-podcast, but I do think we talked about it on that like that series we did rain delay theater before the podcast. Uh, so and what Jack, what, what, what year was it? Was it 2017? Uh, y- y- yes. Um, I don't know if I recall what you're talking about. When we went to see Grand Rapids, when we saw. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Grand yeah. Guerrero. Uh, uh, yes. That I, I thought you meant, uh, Oh yeah. Okay. You're talking about the episode we did where we talked about the stuff we did before we, we yes, started the podcast. Yeah. I, I got you. Oh yeah. And, uh, absolutely. I, I, so I don't recall him from that game, but, right. um, yeah, it's possible. But that was that was 2017 when we yeah that, saw that, that was game. 2017 yes okay yeah I'm pretty I'm like 99 percent sure that's the same guy so nice. um yeah the we remember we saw Kirk Gibson's kid I don't think that kid ever made the majors but we uh, did. Cam, we did Cam Gibson mm-hmm. but uh, I'm pretty sure this Josh Lester was in that game um nice. my, my scorecard is mere feet away from me but I can't grab <laughs> it right now so I'll, I'll let it go but yeah he's his, I just jotted his name down so um maybe he'll get a cup. Uh, I don't think he's been in the major leagues thus far, so maybe he'll get a cup this year. Nice. Uh, very very good. Um, uh, who's next? Is it KC? Um, I got Houston. Ah, Houston. Houston. I, I can't. I don't know the alphabet. Um, okay, yeah. My, I'm, I'm looking at this through MLB.com, and it's, for, for whatever reason, um, we should have just done this by division. Okay, Houston. It's, it's, it was alphabetizing it on my phone, and now it's, now it's no longer doing that. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so why don't why don't you why don't you call out the team, Jeremy, and then I'll okay. I'll just I'll, yeah I'll I think I could respond. 
Because okay. I got them, I got them all in one list, but uh, I can Perfect. I can delineate who's AL or NL. Um, okay. So uh, yeah, Houston. I mean, honestly, I didn't have too many guys. Lewis Brinson is a Houston uh, yeah. non-roster invitee, which is pretty sad to see how far he's fallen. It is. What a bust. Um, uh, you know, the Brewers thought he was going to be something. They got Christian Yelich for him, um, you know, and then Yelich won two MVPs. So, uh, yeah, Brinson just he, – he's one of those guys who had the look, um, mm-hmm. you know, but that that's like the old money ball thing. It's like, oh, man, this guy looks like a superstar. You know, he's 6'5", 212. Um, he's just, like, ripped. Uh and he sucks. Like he can't. He can't do anything. He maybe he can go get it in the outfield a little bit, but that's about it. Um, so yeah, that he stuck out to me too. And you're right. That is pretty sad. Jack, when was the last time you uh, watched Moneyball? Uh, right, right after it came out, maybe 2012, maybe 10 okay. years ago. Yeah, I same same with me. I believe. Um, I don't know why, but um, <clears throat> that uh, that um, scene came up. The scene where he's in the boardroom with all the scouts, and he's just yeah. shitting on all their all their like picks it's it's a funny scene it's definitely like not realistic at all and like i I doubt that billy bean talked to his scouts this way but basically like the scouts are all old crusty baseball guys and they're like this kid he's got the look like you know they're Mm -hmm. like you know like like yeah whatever and like then uh billy bean just kind of shits all over that and he's like you know like you guys you're not trying hard enough like like uh brad pitt as billy bean yeah he's like guys I told you I don't care about this or whatever and like uh you know all this stuff and um uh I'm not really sure where I was going with that but uh, oh the the guys who like are the scouts like I I almost feel bad for them because it's like they don't need some guy like this is why like you know like people like there's the it's it's kind of going away from this but like there was that time where sabermetrics took over and like um, the old scouts who like went by the eye test, like went away and like it became a numbers game. And now I feel like it's, it's just kind of pretty much, much mostly a numbers game and some sort of hybrid of both. But like, yeah, these, um, the, the scouts in that, um, were funny and like they, there's some good casting. Like, in fact, I think some of those guys might be actual real scouts. Cause there's some guys who like, don't seem to be very good actors. Um, when I, when I watched the movie, the, the vibe I got was that those guys were, were, they seem like they were real scouts like that who were retired because they have some really old guys in that yes. room. Um, yeah. yeah. There's a there's like two real actors, like the main scout guy, and then there's another guy uh, who was in uh, – he was like in The Fighter or something. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but the rest are like, yeah, I think they were, are like old scouts or something. <laughs> but uh, you, you yeah. know that – is that a Sorkin movie, Jeremy? Uh, he wrote it. He didn't yeah, he direct it. it. Yeah, but. he didn't direct it. Um, you know, uh, I will say, okay, so, like, you know, they, they make, like, the old school scouts seem really shitty in that movie, mm-hmm, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, whatever. That's the point of the movie. But uh, let, let's not pretend that being a scout is a fun or glamorous job. Like, these guys are these guys are out there grinding and, like, yeah. eating fucking, you know, McDonald's cheeseburgers uh, in their car as they drive 400 miles to the next game to take mm-hmm. a look at a kid. So, hey, yeah. you know— the, Brad Pitt's fucking ripping on these guys, but, uh, Hey, I, I have respect for scouts. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, yeah, it's, um, uh, <clears throat> I was, I was sitting amongst them <laughs> just yesterday, but, right. um, at the UIC game, but like, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's portrayed in a kind of a funny way. And like, it is. yeah, you feel bad because like these guys clearly know something, you know, like maybe like there's better ways to like, um, do like to, to kind of scout guys, but, um, 
you know, he, he really is shitting on the guys. He's like, you know, like, I don't care what he did here. Like, you know, the, the numbers say this or whatever. And like, uh, yeah. So, um, I don't know. <laughs> well, nice. Uh, what, what team were we on? Um, Houston? we just did Houston, right? Um, Lewis Brinson, the eye test there. Yeah. That's how, did you, that's what we got yeah, exactly. Did you, did you have anyone else from Houston? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think anybody else did. Out. Yeah. Me neither. Really. Um, okay. So now we got the Royals. Okay. Perfect. Got a couple Royals guys, Jack. The first one was a guy actually like his name came up at some point, and I was actually wondering what happened to him. Is a uh, Jacoby Jones? Um, oh yeah, yeah, cap- sure. Capital J, small A, capital C, uh, Kobe, all one word, Jacoby mm-hmm. um, Jones. And uh, yeah, I was wondering what happened to him. Like that's a guy who like yeah was um, kind of like a a touted prospect um, with the 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 Tigers and didn't didn't get off to a good start then kind of like put together something and then like kind of disappeared again um so yeah he's uh he's in camp with the the royals this year yeah um uh yeah i i remember jacoby jones for sure uh they got they have uh, this catcher named freddie Fermin. i i wonder mm. if he's related to felix Fermin. do you remember felix Fermin? i do yeah I'm, okay uh, i feel like he might make an appearance on uh Rain Delay Theater or Rain Delay Player of the Day at some point. Ooh, ooh, okay, okay. But, uh, I, yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, and then they got Brad Peacock, too, just another guy trying to yeah. hang around who's never been any good. Again, yeah, Brad Peacock, I definitely think, is living off of his performance in the, I think, 2017 World Series. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if he was getting any signs, but uh, he <laughs> came up big a couple times for the for the Astros in uh, that series. I also have Aroidus Vizcaino, um, mm-hmm. who was a uh, former Brave, former Cub for like a second. Um, and, uh, seemed like he could be a closer and just never really made it happen. But, um, he'll get a shot with the Royals, I guess this year. Right on. Uh, he'll have to fill, uh, Wade Davis's shoes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Hard, hard <clears throat> shoes to fill. Um, for sure. So that's all I got there. The okay. LA angels are next. Wonderful. Um, yeah, I, I noticed, uh, first of all, Kyle, Kyle Barraclaw, uh, mm-hmm. his name is a lot cooler than his statistics are. Um, <laughs> it's like, you know, uh, but, but yeah, also his name is definitely Bearclaw and like, he yeah. must've just, he must've just had the spelling changed, you know, like Bearclaw as in like the claw of a bear. Well, um, I think it's the opposite, right? So his name, his name says Bearclaw, but he goes by Bearclaw, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what, uh. Weird stuff, but one of the one of the best names though. One of the best names in baseball for sure. Um, AJ Ramos is also in yeah. spring training. That's, That's like I one. haven't heard that guy's name in years. Yeah, he resurfaced. I want to say last year maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, or actually, he actually. Yeah, I mean this is crazy, man. He like he pitched in three games with the Rockies in 2020, and then. Actually, he was with the Angels last year, so I guess that's that was the team that he resurfaced with. Um, but yeah, like uh, it's kind of crazy. He was never really away from the game except for 2019. Like he pitched in 28 games in 2018, kind of did a full load like all the way up to 2018. Then 28 games. Then he might have been released because he was so bad. Um, and then. Um, came back in 2020 for three i mean so he only pitched seven games over the last two years but yeah i don't know he's he's around still he's still around and kicking um yeah un- unbelievable uh also austin romine uh yep. former cub was on the cubs last year is now uh is now with the angels so that's a that, you know that's another one i don't actually think austin romine is that bad it's, it's weird that he has so much trouble getting a job but um, yeah 
I guess he is old now. I mean, he was born in 1988. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of that's definitely getting up there. Um, yeah, I I know. I he he couldn't stay healthy last year. I know that. So that was that's a concern. Uh, the Cubs have John Hicks in camp with them, which maybe I'm jumping the gun a little bit. Although he wasn't on that list, but I did see him. John, can Jack? Can you remember watching John? Did we see John Hicks play? Yeah, he must have played with the Tigers in 2019. We we saw two of their games. He must have played in one of those. Okay, I don't know. Can like, do you have any like visual memories of seeing John John Hicks like or what he looks like like either on TV or in person? Mm, not, not honestly, no. I just okay. he's like a big white dude. I think yeah. right. He, That's big it. big. The emphasis there, like he's fucking huge. Like uh-huh. he looks like Evan Gaddis, um, or even like uh, Adam Dunn. Um, like oh. he's pretty damn big, maybe not as tall as Dunn, but like just huge barrel chested dude, definitely like a Gaddis type. And, uh, he hit a Homer for the Cubs. I was, I've been watching Cubs spring training games. Um, I don't think he's going to make the team, but like, uh, you know, I guess he looks better than Austin Romine. I'll say that, <laughs> but, uh, I don't know if that's, that's saying much, but, um, but yeah, John Hicks, it kind of, I was like, I don't remember this guy being that big. He's the, he's, he's this kind of size where like, if you saw him, in college or something or in the minors you'd think like oh this guy's gonna be a superstar just by the eye test but i guess that's sure. why billy bean shat all over those guys <laughs> what the fuck do they know um yeah yeah well hey you know how many catchers did the cubs use last year um john <laughs> john hicks john hicks might be up at some point yeah maybe maybe um that's all i had for the angels same all right, uh, we got the Minnesota Twins up next. Ooh, yeah, okay. Um, uh, not yet. Couple... Just just signed just signed Carlos Correa, so definitely making some moves. Yeah. So sorry, Tim Beckham, who's one of the guys I have on the list. <laughs> um, he's uh, he's not sniffing um, the Twin Cities this year, uh, unless no. uh, Correa. Um, I don't know something bad happens but um yeah so i had uh i had um tim beckham who we saw in the um uh that uh what, what was it called now the uh alternate site games yeah the alt the alt site game yeah yeah um so tim beckham for sure i have one cubs bum uh on that team which was uh trevor mcgill that fucker trevor mcgill oh uh, uh, yeah that son of a bitch i mean thank god he's off of the cubs i don't remember the cubs actually like getting rid of him, but uh, what a fucking bum! And thank God he's gone. Yeah, he was he was the bonehead who gave up like ten runs in that Cubs Brewers game we went to in Miller yeah. Park. Yeah. Oh, he's claimed off of waivers. I mean, what what are you smoking, uh, Minnesota <laughs> Twins? Claimed on waivers on November thirtieth. I, good God, I would if if only I had seen that, I would have thrown a party that very night. Uh, for the fact that he's gone from the freaking Cubs, why the Cubs kept giving this guy chances? Because he's six foot eight. That's why. It's like what a bunch of bullshit. Thank God he's gone. I <laughs> fuck that guy. Um. Yeah. They they also have uh Daniel Robertson in camp go. with them. There you go. Uh, I I had uh, made a wager um last year that if Daniel Robertson, how many plate appearances was it he needed? Two hundred. Two hundred plate appearances. Two hundred. Yeah. Yeah. I would wear a a Javier Baez jersey to a a a, a Brewers game, a Brewers home game where they did not play the Cubs. Um, (laughs) Would have been would have been good. It would have been good. But thankfully, you know, uh, David Stearns came to his senses and just got rid of Daniel Robertson. So it never happened, and it was never really close. But uh, you know. 
that, that that is what it is. No no excuse for Daniel Robertson to be getting uh, at bats on a, a team that's trying to make the playoffs. Um, I think they have. I, took, I think I took the over on that bat, um, and it didn't <laughs> happen. Uh, but Jack, I think that uh, we got a request from a listener to make another bet like that this Ooh, year. So I think okay. like. Yeah, so I think we um, we need to go to the well one more time and figure out something. And, you know, we could do it the opposite way as well, although I don't know if any of your shirts are going to fit me. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'll have to slim down a little bit. But, um, but yeah, uh, we'll see what what uh, we can do to substitute that. Hell, I would even say we should make a bet for plate appearances for Daniel Robertson on the Twins, but I don't know if that will yeah. hit his home. No, I mean, yeah, the guy's a middle infielder, right? So, yeah, Correa's going to take his at-bats. But uh, there's yeah. there's got to be some guy who I'm furious makes the Brewers. So Well, um, we, there might be a guy coming up because uh, I, <laughs> I have one on the list. Um, so we'll see. But uh, that's all I had for the Twins here. N- nice. Oh, yeah, also, though, I, I do have Jake Cave as well. It's kind of sad that, uh, you know, he seems like he's got a good sense of humor, so it's kind of sad that he's only a non-roster invitee. Um, so... Yeah, I, I'm I'm curious like how that how that goes um, in those situations. He was clearly on the team last year, and he's been on the team for a while. Um, although he wasn't drafted by the Twins, I don't think. I think he was actually drafted by the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so he was on the team last year. So they're like, we're not gonna your contract's up, I guess, and we're not going to resign you, but we'll we'll invite you to spring training. I guess is how that works. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I don't I don't know. I mean. Um, because they don't, they didn't really cut him, so his contract must have just ran up, and they're like, "We're not going to give you a big league contract, but we'll sign you." I guess you, they just sign you to a minor league contract with an invite to spring training. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's tough for him. But um, I could see him. He probably has an inside shot of making the team just based on familiarity. Um, for sure. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, that was all I had for the Twins. Okay, we got the Yankees up next. Uh, Yankees okay. didn't really have too many guys. I mean, when you spend like the Yankees, you don't really take too many flyers on guys. They have a lot of kind of guys, but no one that really, you know, you got Marwin Gonzalez there. Sure. Um, I wrote down Ender Enciarte. <clears throat> oh, um, yeah. It's been around for a while. I don't really know why. I mean, I guess he's, what, he steals some bases maybe or something? or yeah. He's like a guy who's been good, but like I've never really – had like a whoa! Did you see what Ender Ender Enciarte did like yesterday? <laughs> but yeah, um, got a ring last year with the Braves, but um, was not. I don't think it was there by the end of the season or injured or something. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah it seemed like he was on the Braves for a while too. Um, Damn. Uh, and yeah, yeah, Mar- Marwin Gonzalez is a good one. Uh, they say that you know few people benefited more from the the cheating scandal than than him. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I do love uh, you know I brought it up on the podcast before, but that guy who heckled him uh, at the A's game when I think he was on the Red Sox, but the the heckler said, uh, "Hey Gonzalez, just because you're not on Houston anymore doesn't mean you get off for free, you scumbag." And then it was very <laughs> loud and got on TV. Um, that's uh, that's good heckling. Right there, yeah. that's that's some good heckling. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Jack, Ender Enciarte was drafted tenth overall in 2012 by the Philadelphia Phillies. Holy shit! And he was um, was he on on the Diamondbacks for a while too? He was, yeah. Well, yeah. for two years, it seemed like longer than that. But tenth uh, overall, wow, that's quite a pedigree for a guy like that. 
Yeah, for sure. Mm, okay. Um, there you go. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's uh, yeah, not not nothing, nothing too necessarily notable there, and mm-hmm. I doubt any of these, these guys are gonna make the team anyway. But um, I got the Oakland A's next, Jack. Uh oh yeah, wonderful. Um, uh, um I got them up here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, first off, you gotta we gotta point out uh, Eric Thames is yep. in camp. I I saw that one. That one stood out to me. Uh, I thought he went back to. Uh, I thought he he came from Korea, right? Yeah, he did. So yeah, go go where you thrive, right? I thought I thought well, he went back there too. I think he actually went to Japan. I think okay. I think he went like he you know he he went did Korea, came back here, not good, went back there, but went to Japan. I'm pretty sure. And uh, but that might have only been for like a year or something. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, so um, yeah, he's gonna give it a go with um, the Oakland days, which uh, I could see him. I could see him sticking around. Maybe I don't know. It seems that seems like a team where he could kind of come back to. Yeah, and I mean, he's like a. a yeah, I, I I could definitely see him making the team or, or being on that team at some point. Um, you know, he's cheap. He he could potentially hit a lot of home runs. Um, yeah, so why why not why not take a flyer on him? Uh, Justin Grimm. Yep. is also in this in this list here um <clears throat> he was on the brewers recently too yeah he was yeah um yeah that's uh that's kind of crazy that he's still around um considering that like his last meaningful pitches were thrown in 2016 really through that double um, play ball yeah right um but uh yeah so uh i don't know it'll be interesting to see um i'm curious about how many games he's appeared in the last couple of years but can't be many uh no. one other guy who uh stood out to me is this, a guy named buddy reed jack okay um was a prospect uh in the uh padres organization um and looked like he was maybe going to be good i actually think he um i feel like it's always hard to find transactions for minor league guys on mlb reference um but uh he must have been uh, I'm, can you think off the top of your head of a big trade between the a's and the uh padres I think he he went back to the A's in a in a trade maybe and uh, okay. just hasn't hasn't broken through to the major leagues but um, he's a guy who like showed a little bit of uh, promise and so like maybe he's 26 at this point um, so um, we'll see um, if he'll uh, if he can break through with the A's I, I, it would be cool because like he seemed like he had like a personality but um, just he was a prospect but hasn't really put it together. Yeah, uh, he. Uh, def- I mean, definitely talk about the eye test. Like, you know, the guy's dude six four two twenty. Looks like he's. Uh, you know, he's hit for God. Well, he's hit thirty four. Actually, no, I-, I said God. I thought I thought that was single season stats. He's uh Yeah, he's only uh, he's only hit thirty four home runs in his his minor league career mm-hmm. uh, as a second round draft pick. I'm sure. I'm sure an outfielder with that build. Uh, they they were maybe projecting a little more power for, from him. So I can kind of see why he hasn't made it. Yeah, for sure. He was a uh, part of the Jerks and Profar trade. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So, so yeah. So he's been in in, o- in Oakland's system for a while. Um, and you know, I guess when he can't break through in Oakland system, that's probably saying something. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it'll happen for him, but uh, it would be cool to see him maybe get a cup of coffee in the majors and see what he can do. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. All right. Seattle, Jack. Um. Mm, okay. I got Billy Hamilton in Seattle. Still kicking around. You know, it's it yeah. really is amazing. Yeah, I know. Crazy. Um. 
And then uh, Billy Hamilton, and I also have Steven Souza Jr., also still kicking around for some reason. Was cut in the middle of a doubleheader. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Ronald Jack's favorite stats. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, those were the big ones I had there. Um, you know, we should also mention that, like, you know, a lot of these guys, that, like a lot of, like, high prospects are in camp with these teams. Um, and most of them get kind of sent down. But, uh, but yeah, um, so it's a mixture of these guys who are – just hanging on and like these prospects who are going to be superstars in the future. Um, Seattle, not, um, you know, no exception. They have a couple huge prospects in camp as well. Mike Ford, I guess was a guy for uh, New the York. Yankees, right. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I, yeah, I remember him uh, as well. And they also have a, a chance Cisco in mm-hmm. camp, former uh, Orioles catcher, just a great name. I don't have too much to say about him, but you know the the Cisco kid. Uh, is that something? Is that the Frisco kid? I don't. I nah, don't know. Whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. Wait, which one is it? It's the. I think it's the Frisco kid. Was that was that a movie with Gene Wilder? Oh uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess I get that confused sometimes though with the Sundance kids. <laughs> okay. I don't know, but yeah, that yeah the Cisco. I yeah one of those yeah. For sure. Well, shit, man. I set this precedent now of naming weird movies that we barely know about. <laughs> and have never seen. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> Nothing to do other than it's like a name that rattles around my head. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's what I got there for Seattle. All right. Um, okay, cool. Who's the next team? Ray, I got the Rays. Uh, the right. Rays were one of those teams that didn't have, like, a full list on there. Jack, mm-hmm. the only guy I had on the Rays um, was a guy named Chris Mazza. Uh, and I don't know if it's Mazza or Matza, but the only reason why I brought him up is because I went to grade school with a kid named Chris Matza. So there you go. Okay, yeah, they they don't have a lot of guys listed either. Um, all right, very good for the Rays. I don't I don't really see anybody right, on here Rays. of interest. Fuck yeah. the Rays. We're moving on. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, the Rangers. Rangers have got a, a, a treasure trove of former Cubs bums. That's for sure. They get he. Oh yeah. When I was coming up with this, I said the Rangers have all the former Cubs jerk offs. Uh, on the on the roster here, so they got Jake Marisnik, they got Dan Winkler, they got Brandon Workman, uh, and then you know just to add some sugar on top of that, they have Matt Carpenter. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that that's terrific. Um, yeah, it's 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 sad, Jeremy. Last year, you you said to me, you know, Jake Marisnik looks like a guy who could be good, um, yeah. but he's he's just not. No. Um, yeah, I um, I hope. Um, mm-hmm. What I think, what I I think the con, the spirit of that comment was like he looks like a guy who should be good. <laughs> yeah, is what I should have said. Yeah, but no, he did. We happened to see like a good game that he he hit a homer, right? Didn't we see him hit a homer? He did. He hit, and this this was a game in like August too. Yeah, so um, he did end up getting uh, traded um, for a pitcher who who seems like he could be good uh, for the Cubs, uh, Anderson Espinoza. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I got his autograph, uh, in South bend and, um, yeah, so I, you know, I would love to have that guy end up becoming someone for the Cubs and then, you know, the Padres thinking like, oh, we, uh, traded that guy away for Jake Marisnik, um, although <laughs> being on the winning side of the Tatis for Shields deal, I don't think they'll sweat it too much, but yeah. Sure. Um, uh, and yeah, Dan Winkler, uh, uh, nicknamed Dan Stinkler by, by somebody who's, you oh, know, nice. who I heard that. I thought that was appropriate. Also, uh, we should, we, we'd be remiss not to mention Greg Holland is in camp with the yes. Rangers as well. That's a, that's, that's a depressing one that he's still trying to hang on. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Greg Holland. I thought you were going to keep going with the, um, 
the the bums. Brandon Workman, of course, uh, sure. one of the first. What, what's that? Oh yeah, I said sure. Workman too. Uh, the the Cubs had him for what about a half a season? Not even, I don't think. Um, but he uh, he was one of the earliest uh, like anti-vax guys, I think, on the Cubs. Oh God, and was was re- like you know laid a couple eggs uh, for the Cubs in in relief, and then was promptly released. Uh, he was. He was in and out pretty damn quick for the Cubs last year, um, so that was kind of cool to see. Um, but yeah, so um, so that's Dan, uh, uh, Brandon Workman, um, the Blue Jays, Jack. Uh, I also uh-huh. had a handful of guys, no one real near and dear to the team. Although Joe Biagini was also with the Cubs uh, yeah. for a cup of coffee last that's year. That's right, three wishes, my boy, three wishes, Joe <laughs> yeah, Biagini. Right. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biagini, um, Greg Bird, Jack, Greg Bird. Yeah, yeah, he's Greg Bird, uh, first baseman, never been the same since Adam Engel robbed him of a home run that we were at a game we were at. Oh, that's right. That was a, that was a spectacular rob. It was. Um, uh, listener of the show, Ben, uh, and former guest, um, uh, chided me, uh, because I like had, uh, Greg Bird on my fantasy team. I might've even kept Greg Bird one year. In the uh-huh. keeper league, and he's like, you know, you still, you still high on this guy, and he sent me like a link to him being like a non-roster invitee. So, um, so <laughs> at this point, he's just a guy who your friends can make fun of if you ever said you liked him. Um, <laughs> so, everyone serves a purpose. Um, I got also let's see, well another Cubs bum and Brewers bum David Phelps. Yes, yeah, he was he was on both of them um, for sure reliever. Yep, and then I have uh, Malik Smith is in camp yeah. with the Blue Jays. Yeah, Ma- Malik Smith is a guy who seems like uh, it, it's also a, a little a little puzzling that he's never had a, a better career. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he seems like he, he should be an exciting guy. Uh, you know, he, he steals bases. Um, you know, he, he's an outfielder, although I don't know if he's a particularly good one. Uh, but yeah, he's just kind of nothing, and he's just been kicking around. He uh, famously hit a batting practice home run that I grabbed, uh, and then another girl put her hand on the ball at the same time, and I let her take it, and I still regret it to this day. Mm. Um, and uh, so that's Malik Smith. Um, one other guy that I have there um, who's on my radar is a guy named Jose De Leon, who was a big pitcher um, for the Dodgers and then the, uh, the Rays and then suffered a bunch of injuries. I think he had TJ. Um, I think he resurfaced with the Reds last year, and he seemed to have some promise. Um, and so I wonder – I just want to put his name out there because he's a guy who maybe could, like, come back somehow and do something for the Rays – or for the Jays. So I wanted to throw his name out there. Uh, Jose De Leon, we'll see what happens with him. All right. Wonderful. Um, All right. Does that bring us to the National League? That should bring us to the National League, Jack, and I say we, uh, you know, right. we zoom through this as, as much as we can. Yeah, let's let's do it. All right, D-backs, Jack, Matt Davidson. Matt Davidson is in camp with the D-backs. Yeah, Christ. He he was almost like our most futuristic player a couple of years ago. You know, he lost <laughs> out to Michael Lorenzen. But, uh, yeah, he was he was going to be a two-way player. Yeah, for sure. Um, he also came up with the Diamondbacks, too. So that's, um, I don't know. When you're at that cur- the point in your career where the team that brought you that, that drafted you is bringing you back. Like as a, as a non-roster invitee, you know, you know that it's like, that's the last, you know, chance you're going to get, I guess. Um, but yeah, I don't sure. know. What, I don't know why Matt Davidson just couldn't put it together. Like to be somebody like, but yeah. Uh, oh, we did, we did see him strike out John Carlos Stanton. Yeah. I mean, that, 
is that the highlight of his career? <laughs> I think we may have even said that we may have even posited this on the podcast before, but I think that's the highlight of his career. Yeah, man. Let's never let's never forget that because uh, you know John Carlos Stanton literally came out of the game after that happened. So <laughs> right. you know, it was so bad. Um, yeah. Other other things we've seen: uh, Grayson Griner. Um, we saw him hit a fake home run in a game that got rained out. Uh, mm-hmm. So that sucks for him. We're probably still the only two people who remember that. Um, yeah. And then uh, OP is also in camp. Uh, he's been uh, Oliver Perez has been on the Diamondbacks before. Okay. He's o- he's older than shit, but he's is, a he's a non roster invitee. Is that on the okay? Because I just saw seven hours ago that um, he was signed. So they must oh. have just updated that because I and I think when I looked at this list earlier today, he wasn't on there. Okay. Um, but I just saw that. So I, I didn't even know he was on the list. But uh, I saw the news, and um, that's crazy. I, that's just crazy that that guy's still kicking around. Well, I hope he makes it. Anybody else on the Diamondbacks? That's all I got there. Perfect. Uh, who's next? The Braves? The Braves. Um, the Braves, I got uh, some general garden variety bums. Darren O'Day, Ryan Goins, Phil sure. Gosselin. Yeah, um, I, saw, I, saw, I saw Goose on there. Um, yeah. yeah. How about that? Um, and then I got Brock Holt, which I feel like I saw a story somewhere where it was like, the MLB has no room for guys like Brock Holt anymore. Like pretty much <laughs> kind of saying like he's the kind of guy who could be valuable for a team, but like the way the MLB is nowadays, like teams, you know, can't afford to have him. Like they can't afford to give him a roster spot. Sure. Uh, I think, I think if he was good enough, they'd find a roster spot. For yeah. Him. Yeah. That That's who was that written by one of the scouts in the Billy beans room, you know? <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, also, Ryan Goins is uh, is in camp with the uh, Braves yep. as well. Yeah, Ryan Goins. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, the only, you know, there's, and just I, there's not much more you can say about these guys than their name. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so that's that. The one guy I wanted to just call out here, and I think he's uh, a rookie. Um, yeah, uh, is a guy named Victor Vodnik. Um, uh-huh. Now that guy sounds like you know a Bond villain or something, like Victor, sure, especially nowadays. Uh, but uh, Victor Vodnik is uh, in camp with the Braves, so I hope he makes it because I I just like to say his name, and I mean I'm sure his name is Victor Vodnik, but uh, I like to say Victor Vodnik. <laughs> nice. Go. There was also a guy named Spencer Steer on one of the other teams, which is a great name. Um, yeah, wonderful. Are we on the Cubs, Jeremy? We are on the Cubs. Yeah, nice Jack. and. Um, yeah, I mean, who who did who jumped out to you on that? I mean, th- that's, I only see four an... guys on MLB.com, so I'm gonna say Jesse yeah. Chavez, which is you know he's there. Jack, I cannot believe like the Jesse Chavez era for the Cubs like seems so long ago. It seems like ancient history ago. Yeah. Um, and we saw him pitch for the Cubs on the podcast. We sure did. Pro- um, you know, and then they let him when it was announced that they were letting him go at the end of the year. Like people were actually bummed, myself included. Um. You know that doesn't mean we wanted him back four years later because four <laughs> years, you know, year eight like four years on his arm. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I guess it's cool to see him back. Um, I wrote down Robert Gazelman uh, too, mm-hmm. which doesn't show up on any list, but I know that he the Cubs signed him, and I think it's I think it's a minor league uh, contract. I think he's essentially a non roster invitee. Um, but uh, the Cubs signed so many like of these like kind of like middle of the road. Uh, I mean, not even that might be generous, but these like these bullpen arms, um, and so they're gonna try to craft a bullpen from just all these like, 
free agent signings. I actually don't, even though Robert Gesellman's like career ERA doesn't look great. Um, he seems to be like a pretty good long relief kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I think that they could have done worse uh, with some of these guys. Um, but there's, yeah, they brought in like, like a dozen, uh, Jesse Chavez, Robert Gazelman types. Um, Drew Smiley is there, but I mean, mm-hmm. some of these guys have major league contracts, but there's, they brought in so many of these like old, like fringe bullpen, former starter guys. Sure. Um, yeah, I got, I got to take a deeper look at that. The MLB.com only lists four guys for the Cubs. Yeah, so I ended up Googling it and I f- follow enough like Cubs things that I've seen like a list of their non-roster invitees. I mean, no one else is that much. No, that's all I have for n- notables. Um, sure. You know, but yeah, they signed like just so many of these, like these, those, you know, types of arms. Um, but, uh, I'm not sure what they're, if they're non-roster invitees or major league contracts, I'm not sure. Interesting. Well, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that one plays out. I'm sure you'll, you're going to love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so um, for the red, uh, the reds next. Yep. The reds. Nice. Uh, yeah. El- the guy, the number one guy who stuck out for me here, there's not too much else exciting, but Albert Elmora jr. Is, uh, in camp with the reds. Um, yeah. yeah uh, I think, I think you once said on the podcast that he couldn't hit 200 to save his life. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we'll see about that. Um, if he can, if he gets the chance to even do that, um, with the, with the Reds, the way the Reds traded away everyone, I think he might end up making the team. Sure. Um, but I was just about wondering like where he was and if he's done. Um, and, uh, then I see him pop up on this list for the Reds. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. I could, I could see him making the team, especially after they got rid of everybody. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I guess he was with the Mets last year. I don't think he resurfaced with anybody else. I think it's just us, the Mets. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and then it's not. Jake Bowers is there, former um, prospect for the Indians and the yep. Rays. Um, that's really all I got for the Rays. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was all that stuck out to me uh, as well. Who's next? The Rockies. The Rockies, Jack. Okay. Um, I got Scott Shebler. That one. Yep. Stood out sure. To me. Sure, yeah, the the former Red, uh, you know, that's not exactly Tony Renda, but it's close. <laughs> that's true. Uh, few are, I guess. Right. Um, Jack, you you do do you have the Rockies roster up there? Uh, uh the forty man. Yeah. Or well, the not or the, the non roster as I do. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I don't know if you knew what this guy looked like beforehand, but you know, check out JD Hammer. Like, have you seen that guy and what he looks like? Is this your uh, first time seeing him? Y- Oh wow! Okay, sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I go. mean, he, he looks like one of the Hanson brothers, to just yes. put it mildly, but um, definitely a goofy-looking guy. I just interacted with Ben on uh, Perkins on Twitter about JD Hammer mm-hmm. um, and how goofy he looks. Um, Good name too. I know he's got a like a star name. He's six three two zero two. Like he's a big guy, um, but uh, he's a career six seventy five ERA. Um, so, and he's going to Colorado. So, and he was, he was born in 1994. So he's not a, he's not a young guy. Yeah. A guy who was actually born after like the Rockies were already a franchise when this guy was born. Sure. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say about this guy, but, um, he was with the Phillies last year and, um, yeah, I don't know. Actually he's a career. No, you know, he's a career 438. I think 675 is his career, um, spring training. Um, ah, okay, okay. Or whatever. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, pitcher, that's a death sentence, a pitcher going to Colorado. So. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah, even for Mike Hampton. Um, 
Uh, anybody else stick out to you on the Rockies? That's all I had there. Okay, perfect. Uh, who's next? The Dodgers? We got the Dodgers next. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, yeah, I don't... Uh, Tony Walters, Cub Killer Tony Walters is in camp. Um, yep. You know, and n- nothing... Never really got off the ground with the Cubs. Cub Killer with the Rockies and as an opponent and as a member of the actual team. <laughs> Cub Killer. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's one thing. You know, speaking of Brandon Finnegan pitching in two World Series... Uh, he was, you know, that's a guy who, yeah, hurt the Cubs in that one game playoff and then hurt them by being on the team. So, um, so you got him, Carson Fulmer. Yep. Who, uh, uh, former White Sox, former White Sox bus drafted right before Walker Bueller, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah teammates, right. In, at yeah. Vanderbilt. Yes, they were. Um, the, the proof that not everyone from Vanderbilt is good. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the cautionary tale of Vanderbilt. Um, Jake Lamb, who also was with the White Sox a little bit last year, um, yeah, and the D-backs originally, he's um, in camp with the Dodgers. I don't see him making that team, um, no, but we'll see. Uh, Eddie Alvarez, who Jack, do you know who Eddie Alvarez is? I I don't. Okay, so Eddie Alvarez was with the uh, Marlins. Like he he's his his career his uh, in baseball has been spent with the Marlins, but he was on Team USA in the Olympics. Um, and he also was, um, he won a medal. I can't remember if Team USA won a medal in baseball. Did they? Oh, man, I don't know. Did they win the gold? I, they could have won the gold or they could have won no medals. I, I can't remember. <laughs> but Eddie Alvarez won a Winter Olympics medal in, like, speed skating or something. Oh, I remember this guy. Yeah, okay, sure. This story? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a weird story. So he was... In the Winter Olympics and the Summer Olympics. Um, I think that was it. I don't think he won a medal in both, but um, but kind of crazy. And he's not that good of a baseball player, um, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's in the camp with the Dodgers. I was actually watching Cubs-Dodgers the other day, like yesterday, and uh, he was in the game. Um, so there's notable there. Um, the only other guy I got for the Dodgers to mention is uh, this pitcher named John Duplantier. Oh yeah, I've I've heard of him. He was a Diamondbacks before, right? Yeah, just another guy who like passes the eye test. Like, thought he was going to be good. I actually have a lot of his cards, um, so I would love for him to uh, do well, especially with the Dodgers. That would uh, that would be a, a, a money, uh, you know, a treasure trove, I guess, for me. Yeah. I, hey, um, I was I was going to say, Jeremy, like you said though, you got to take a lot of losses too, you know, in the fledgling business. So maybe John, John Duplantier is just a you know an example of that. Yeah, that's like, it needs to offset some of my profits. Um, so, um, so yeah, we'll see about that. But I had high hopes for that guy, so we'll see. I, I'd, I, I'd be a little bummed to see him succeed with the Dodgers, like just because they don't need any anyone else to help them their their cause. But uh, we'll see what happens there. Right. Um, uh, okay. Uh, anyone else on the Dodgers stick? No, nah, that's all you. I got. That's all. I Wonderful. Got there. Uh, who's up next? Miami. Miami Marlins, Jack. Miami. There's one big name uh, that stands out to me. Yeah, that was yeah. Williams Astudio, right? That's right, yeah. La um, Tortuga. Um, hey, well, what what was his face? Uh, hey, I don't see your main Mercedes on any of these non, non-roster well, invitee. You know, so I think we know who won the battle there. He is, although, man, your main is on the White Sox, and he's in camp with the White Sox this year. He actually got um, a hit off of uh, Kyle Hendricks um, in the first spring training game. Oh, is uh, is is he in camp with them? I haven't been he following is. their box scores. He is, yeah, and like he, there's a story. I saw a story today where he's like a different person, like mentally, 
uh-huh. uh, supposedly. Um, he's changed a lot. Uh, I mean, I'll just put that as Tony LaRusso permanently scarred him. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so he, maybe by that they mean he's, like, no fun anymore. <laughs> like, maybe that's sure. like, he's just not fun anymore. And he's, like, he's like he has thoughts about how other people should act in baseball. Maybe that's how he, uh, LaRusso has changed him. But, uh, but yeah, Williams Osadio is there. And, um, I mean, the only good thing I can say about this is that he's in the National League. And maybe um, he'll be back. Maybe if he makes a team, he'll be back at Wrigley, and I could yell Willie again at him uh, yeah. coming off the bus. Yeah, who, he may or may not like being called that. We don't know. <laughs> right. um, hey, saying Williams, though, you're right. That's a few too many syllables to yell. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, so that's really all I had for the uh, Marlins. Yeah, same. Uh, that means we're, we're on the Brewers, right? We are, Jack, yes. My team. All right, well, the first guy that stuck out to me uh, is Rex Brothers. Um, yeah, and I, I got I got to tell you, man, I don't know if he's going to make the team because David Ross uh, isn't going to be there to try to motivate him, you know? Yeah, exactly. I, that's a huge – like, I don't know if the Brewers realized that when they signed him, uh, but, like, yeah, he needs David, David Ross's motivation, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, for for some guys, just just the chance to be on one of thirty major league baseball teams and you know potentially make millions of dollars and uh, competing with the best in the in the world, um, that that's not enough motivation. Like he needs, you know, some people need a David Ross uh, in their lives to just push them that extra mile. So I'm yeah. not optimistic Rex Brothers is going to make the team. I, I got to say though, Jack, like as someone uh, who's a Cubs fan who's been like kind of like over like overshot by the Brewers um, in the National League Central uh, last couple of years. It makes me feel it makes me feel better about where the Cubs are that the that the Brewers are inviting Rex Brothers to spring training. It's like if I thought the the Cubs were idiots for having Rex Brothers on the team. Turns out the Brewers are just as stupid too for bringing this guy in. So I don't feel like I feel maybe the the chasm between these two teams is a lot smaller than I think there that it is. So. Um well, uh, they have him. They have Abraham Almonte, um, who I was surprised is still around. He seems like he's been around forever. Uh, mm-hmm. David Dahl, um, David, yeah, just kind of a you know, just kind of a bust. Uh, like you know, he seems like he should be a good player, but he's he hasn't really done a whole lot at the major league level. Um, yeah, he might have made an All Star team one year, but it's just you know, he does just seems like he's always hurt or can't put it together. So he's in camp with the Brewers. Yeah, I that one I actually think maybe could work out for the Brewers. Like I, I think so too. Yeah, like it's a it's not a bad guy to give a shot to, so we'll no, see. No, and he's, but, uh, he was a former first round draft pick, right? So you know, yeah. I think he's got an impressive pedigree, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, that's all I had there, though, Jack. Same. Um, uh, that means we're moving on to the Mets. You got the Mets and a uh, big, big White Sox guy there in camp with the Mets, right? Um, so I haven't, uh, it doesn't have many guys on MLB.com. So, tell oh me, yeah, tell that's me right. It. This was one of those teams. Yeah, yeah. So I did, um, yeah, right. They only have three guys listed. So I Googled the, the Mets and, uh, apparently Daniel Polka is in camp with the Mets. Oh God. Polka, a uh, he of the original salsa music. That's terrific. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know I it's exciting. He, I hope he makes the team. Yeah, me too. Me too. Actually, this is funny. I'm, <laughs> I just Googled his name and he's pretty good. He's a good follow on Twitter. Um, he is, yeah. He tweeted on March 10th, which was that the day that they settled the lockout? I can't remember. Um, Probably. He just tweeted on March 10th, baseball tweet. <laughs> That's what he tweeted. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So that's good. So yeah, yeah. He's even in his uh, profile picture. He's uh, wearing like the Mets colors. So nice. yeah, he's in camp with the Mets. Um. So we'll see what happens there. Um. I mean, has he been in camp the last couple of years? I feel like I, he's been completely I feel like out of the game. Maybe he was playing playing overseas, possibly. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. F- funny guy though. He was always funny whenever they would interview him uh, after White Sox games. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm rooting for him. He seems like one of the seems like one of the good guys. Yeah, for sure, fun guy. Um, uh, the other guy that I wrote down for the Mets, and that's it, is um, Rob Zestrisny. Rob Z is in sure. Camp with the yeah, Mets. God, he. Uh, I remember him from the Cubs. He was. He was on. He was on um, either the NLDS or the NLCS roster. He was on one of those rosters, uh, not the World Series roster, but um, yeah, if you find like basically when the Cubs won the World Series, you know, and I was like looking for like I wanted to get like a shirt that had like the roster on the back. Um, You know, they they make like the World Series shirts and then like on the back it has like everyone who was on the roster. Um, Usually they just put like who was on the World Series roster, but I found one shirt that listed Rob Zestrisny um, amongst, you know, like Rizzo and Bryant and all these other guys. So that was like, that's the shirt for me. I want the one that has Rob Zestrisny on there. So <laughs> you own that shirt now? I do. Yeah. It's like in uh it's in like, I have a, you know, a bin of like Cubs world series stuff. Um, probably cause I believe in my heart. It may be the only one I ever see in my life. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, but yeah, that I do have that shirt. It's uh it's a good one. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, I don't have the the roster here. Anybody else you uh, you like from the Mets? That's all I had written down. So um, yeah, we could just cool. go with that. Um, wonderful. Phillies are next. I Phillies, think. Um, yeah. The, so the Dylan Maples is there, yep. former Cub. Yep. Um, Jack, uh, another guy who will always be in the Rain Delay Theater conversation, Gyro Munoz. Yeah. Oh, love his energy. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. Is it is it Yairo or Gyro? Well, it's Gyro, but it's spelled Yairo and yeah. who the fuck like it's just I mean, I think that might be like, you know, a Spanish language sort of thing, but like Sure. Yeah. Um but yeah, Gyro Munoz is yeah. there. Um still yeah, still utility guy, still trying to make a team. One one uh uh one thing that stuck out to me, Scott Kingery is in with the Phillies. Yes. So to 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 quote your Dustin Ackley joke from years ago, like they just invited him because he left some stuff at camp, uh, and they they want him to come pick it up. <laughs> I said that, huh? That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good joke. But Scott Kingery, it seems like people say that the Phillies ruined Scott Kingery. They kept mm-hmm. trying to put him at new positions, and he was a top prospect for a while, and he yeah. just, you know he just completely flamed out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, maybe a guy who maybe a change of scenery guy actually, but um, right. And this is not this is not a change of scenery for him. No, not at all. Um, maybe they they probably moved his locker, which is probably pretty sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, that uh, is uh, cool. Um, I wrote down. There's a guy named uh, Josh Akame. Uh-huh. Akame. I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but he was a prospect with the Red Sox. Um, and he, I think he actually is a change of scenery guy. So um, that guy might. He's. I think he's kind of up there in age at this point. Um, you know, for a guy who's never hit the majors but um could do something he, he's a pedigree guy so um yeah i don't know josh akami um so we'll see about him um jack uh your your impression of the informed interloper it, it's it's like a dorky hannibal lecter <laughs> it's like it says, what, love is energy it's kind of like hey uh senator love your suit <laughs> so uh yeah there you go there's a connection there but um 
Yeah. All right. So that's uh, that's that's the Phillies, Jack. Great. Um, next are the Pirates. Uh, I don't really, I don't really see anybody that's sticking out out to me for the for the I Pirates. Got, I got one guy, Jack, and it's another Cubs bum, Taylor okay. Davis. Oh my God, I missed him. Okay, right. Yeah. yeah, Taylor Davis famously hit a grand slam for the Cubs, right? Yep, against the 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 Cardinals. On yeah, like a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, it was a big. It was a yeah big crowd, big game. Might have even been on national TV. Yep, maybe not, it but I, th- I think it, I think it was a, or yeah, you know what? Maybe not. I'm not sure. I, th- I well, thought that I was, the, it was a Fox probably the game, be- but yeah, you know, you're right. Okay, uh, but yeah, that was probably the best day of his whole life. So that's mm. uh, mm-hmm. that's cool. I mean, and why not, right? You know, he he. He hit a home run, Cubs, Cardinals, and Wrigley Field for a grand slam. It doesn't get any better than that. But uh, hey, I, I hope he makes a team. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's it's funny that the the Pirates dra- had the first overall draft pick last year, and they drafted a catcher named Henry Davis. Sure. And now Taylor Davis is with the 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 team in the camp. I, I, actually, that might be good for him. They might select him thinking that he's Henry Davis, and <laughs> they actually they're like, "What Taylor Davis? No, you idiot!" Like some intern gets fired because of it. Um. So yeah, that. That 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 could be that could work to his advantage, I guess. I don't know. Nice, wonderful. Um, who, uh, anybody Padre. else uh, sticking out to you for the for the Pirates? Nah, nah, nah. nah. All right, all right. Uh, who's next? The Padres. We're almost got done. The, got the Padres. Um, Nomar Mazzara, Jack, okay. is in camp with the Padres. He, I actually, yeah. I saw him on a, a game earlier this week. The Cubs played the Padres, and uh, okay. I was like, geez, he's like, he's fallen to. Uh, over like the announcers were even saying this, but he's fallen to like non-roster invitee status. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know that that guy. He seemed like he might have actually been good. I think the White Sox signed him a couple of years yeah. ago, and it was it did not work out. Uh, Trace Thompson is a non-roster yeah. invitee for the the Padres, so you know still living off his brother's name. He's been on the White Sox. I feel like a couple different times, but um, yeah, we Trace Thompson. We saw him right. Did we saw start? we saw him with the Cubs. Yeah, last year, the last yeah. game of the season, I think, or last game that we saw last year, yeah. at least against the Twins, I believe he played in that game. Yeah, cr- crazy. Um, also, uh, uh, Nick Birdie uh, shares the Topps baseball card with uh, Alex mm. McRae, um, ah, that's uh, right. from the Pirates. So, uh, uh, yeah, um, he's there too. So, look, what, what, how do you like that? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I got nothing to say about him. No. Um, uh, <laughs> That's we should put that in the quote book too. Not much to say about these guys other than their name. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, San Francisco Giants, Jack. Don't really uh-huh. have anybody for the Giants. Um, okay. Uh, I don't. Did you have anyone else for the Pirates before we moved on? No, and, no, I didn't. Yeah, no, okay. I didn't. Nobody else. Um, yeah, yeah, and the Giants. Uh, uh, yeah, there's there's not a whole lot there either. There's a guy named Luis Gonzalez who is with the. White Sox organization, and he came up for a cup of coffee, I guess, um, in 2020, maybe. Um, now he's gone, so that's not a good sign. And he's with the the he's in camp with the Giants, so we'll see what happens there. But uh, yeah, it's weird when these guys like are kind of like a guy in the in the system, then they come up for like a cup of coffee, and then the team moves on from them. Uh, but yeah. uh, you know, it is what it is. So, uh, but that's all I had for the uh, Giants. Same. Um, does that mean the Cardinals are next? Got the Cardinals, yep. yep. Yeah, okay. Um, Kyle Ryan, another Cubs bum, is uh, yeah. is is in this camp. Yeah, a guy who, like, finally was just, like, not – was just too mediocre to stay on with the Cubs because they brought in plenty of other mediocre guys to fill his spot. So he got <laughs> he got squeezed out with the Cubs. Um, did appear with them last year, I believe, but um, – not much, and uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm sure. I'm sure the 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 Cardinals will turn him into like you know 
the next Andrew Miller or something. Sure. Um, yeah. He's old at this point, but wouldn't be surprising. Also, Zach McAllister is in camp with the St. Louis Cardinals. Jeremy, Zach McAllister has not pitched in the major league since 2018. Jesus, really? 2018? Yeah, that's what, that's oh what I'm God. seeing on MLB.com. So, uh, yeah, it looks like he pitched 45 innings in 2018 and had a 620 ERA. So he's back in camp. Jesus. He's, he's trying to he's trying to do it up with the Cardinals. Wasn't he – I was he um, – I feel like he was in the Sox minor – Minor leagues? Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I don't know. Well, he might, he might, Jeremy, he might have been on Cleveland's World Series roster too for 2016. Yeah, I know we saw. Didn't we see him? He did he give up a key homer in like a yeah, game? Yeah, he saw gave the Jeremy. Podcast? He gave yeah. up in 2015. He gave mm-hmm. up a walk off home run to Chris Bryant in that afternoon game, that okay. uh, Indians Indians game that we went to. So I think he's the one who gave up that walk off. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, that's 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 the ticket. Yeah, um, uh, John Lovitz reference. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Never mind. Um, my wife, Morgan Fairchild. Anyway, all right. It's getting late in the <laughs> podcast, folks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> L- literally talking about the uh, 11:30 p.m. SNL sketches at this point. I wish uh, I wouldn't. I, I regret bringing up Finnegan Begin again, but uh, there's nothing I can do about it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, that last team. Anybody else from the from that team, Jeremy? The Giants. Uh, there's a guy named Anderson Tejeda who was with the Rangers, who was another one of these like you know prospect guys. Um, and now he's somehow I don't know how he ended up on the Cardinals, but again, I fully expect him to to be good with the Cardinals now that he's there. Uh, so just wanted to throw his name out there, Anderson Tejeda. Nice, uh, very good for the uh, yeah the cards. Um, okay, cool. Well. I think that uh, the Nationals is a good team to end on because they do have some some pretty good guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Luis Avilan, Ring yeah. of Fire. Yeah, yeah, the Burning Ring of Fire, which I think was a thing <laughs> on the podcast when he was with the White Sox like three years ago, right? Yeah, that was his walk up. That was his like you know entrance music. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's there. Uh, Carl Edwards Jr. Uh, he's recovered from his agent ruining his life. Um, <laughs> No, wait, that, that, was, that was Jeremy Jeffress. Do you remember that? That was Jeremy Jeffress, Jack. Oh. That wasn't C.J. Edwards. Oh, it wasn't C.J. Edwards, right. I, I get I get those two guys mixed up because they've both been with the Cubs and the Brewers. Yeah. Um, there you go. Okay. Um, but, yeah, but C.J. Edwards, uh, poor guy, couldn't get that save in the World Series. It would have cemented him forever. In yeah, Cubs they, lore. That's right. They had to take him out and put Montgomery in, right? Yeah, yeah. I, for, start, I forget that C.J. Edwards started that inning. He did. He did. He was like, they, they he was warming up during that top of the tenth, and they came in, and we're like, oh my god, C.J. Edwards is gonna get. First of all, also, no one ever calls him C.J. Edwards anymore, too. It's you know Carl Edwards Jr. But he was gonna be, he was like gonna have his name in in Cubs lore forever. And he just then he gave up a hit to Brandon Geyer and a hit to Rajay Davis and then they took his ass out. Like <laughs> like uh, uh, Montgomery comes in and vultures the save from him by throwing two pitches to uh, that Martinez guy, Mike, Michael uh, Martinez. Yeah, yeah. And then the rest is history. But uh, yeah, poor uh, poor Carl Edwards Jr. Um, yeah, wait, he never he, Edwards Jr. never pitched with the Brewers, did he? Or did I he? think he did, Jack. But I was gonna let that one go. But yeah, uh, no, he didn't. Uh, yeah. I had a, he he fell off the map pretty quick though. Him um, and uh, Jeffers both have like weird beards. Basically, 
they they're, do. they're both weird beards. So and, and they're they're intense guys. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know where the hell Jeremy I don't where, I don't know where the hell Jeremy Jeffers is right now. No, um, he's he he hasn't gotten over the, the agent ruining his life, and maybe it's true because he hasn't pitched since then. So maybe it's true. Maybe the agent did ruin his life. You yeah, know. who who Who's knows? To say? Maybe he'll be next <laughs> next year at uh, the NRI episode. Um, okay, uh, uh, Anibal Sanchez as well is with yeah. the. Uh, yeah, uh, there he's still still hanging around with the Nats. He's another guy who's just he's ancient, but he's he's still trying to do it. Michael Franco, yep, um, that I was a guy I thought was done as well, just kind of a total bust. Um, D. Strange Gordon again, like that he was good as recently as two years ago, and now he just he can't make a roster. Yeah, in the Cubs now that guy was with the Cubs and the Brewers organization. I don't, I don't remember him being with the Cubs organization, but I, I remember he, he was with the Brewers, and I was like, Daniel Robertson is better than this guy? Yeah. No, yeah, for like a week he was with the Cubs. And like, yeah, same yeah, like same thing. I'm like, this guy can't crack the Cubs major league roster. I, I feel bad for D. Strange Gordon because pretty much after he added the Strange to his last name, he hasn't been able to stay on a, on a roster. No. Um, you know, at some point during the pandemic year, he added Strange to his, his name. <laughs> And it was strange, and no one no one could accept it because he can't stay on a roster since then. So, um, we'll see. I don't know if he'll make make the Nats because he couldn't make a team last year. So, who no. knows? Um, yeah, it's, it's very puzzling. Um, and finally, Gerardo Parra is giving it one more go. It seems yeah. like with the with the Nats. So he you know he he may resurface this year at some point in the major leagues. It, you know he was um in he had a card in um tops like can't remember if it was this year or last year and and i feel like everyone was like what he's still around they made a card of this guy yeah um he he appeared in 53 games last year oh my god really with the nets yeah. yeah jesus he even hit two homers um i mean listen you're as the nats you're gonna give this guy a chance forever because of the whole baby shark thing sure with the 2019 uh world series team but um he should not be playing baseball but um <laughs> You know, they should just let him go on top of the uh, dugout, you know, in between innings and just like sing Baby Shark or something. I think he's more useful to the team doing that than he is on taking up a roster spot. Most. Yeah, most definitely. Um, Also, was Taylor Gushu with the Cubs? Yeah, Taylor. How do you say that? I think it's Gushu. Gushu. Yeah, it's a weird name. Um, But uh, yeah, he was with the Cubs. Um, but he wasn't in the alternate site game, right? That was PJ Higgins, right? Yeah, it, that guy definitely wasn't wasn't there. Okay, yeah, Gashu got up at some point um, with them though last year. Yeah. Okay. One of the many right. catchers, like you mentioned, Jack. Yeah. Right. Um. All right. Well, that's uh. You know, I think that that's that's all that caught my eye on the Nats, Jeremy. <laughs> that's the app right there. Yeah. Um, my favorite guy that I mentioned of all of them is Chris Matza. Like I said, the guy who uh, I went to grade school with. So <laughs> a lot of good nice. stuff in this episode. Um, wow. Okay. Well, that was a two hour episode. It took us a while, but it, it, this is one of my favorite ones. I will say yeah. Jeremy with the, with about the minute and a half we have left, uh, uh the, the non-roster invitees, uh, left something to be desired this year. Usually there's a few better guys around. I know, and, and we, we managed to get two hours out of it, but um, I agree. Uh, there's, there's you know, Daniel Polka was a, was a, was a nice pull, um, but, yeah, for, you know, there, were, there weren't enough of those this year, and um, it's because of the whole labor situation. So, yep. um, you know, we'll see next year. I'm sure there will be guys. Yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe Jeremy Drevis will be there. I doubt <laughs> it, it, that, that would not surprise me. Hey, we should put a wager on that or something. I don't know. Hey, okay. Um, 
Uh, yeah, Jeremy Jeffress is on the non-roster invitee episode next year. Sounds good to me. All right, and uh, so before we sign off, I uh, just want to remind everyone to check out the the social medias. Um, again, Randelay Player of the Day hashtag uh, is happening on Twitter, so check that out at Randelay Pod. All right, so for uh, Randelay Theater, once again, I'm Jack Sokowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. We'll see you next time. Later.